Hello, everyone. It's a new year, uh, 2022, and that means it's a whole new year to look forward to some Nintendo video games. So let's all take a trip to Nintendo Land, shall we? This is me riding the roller coaster. I just realized it's almost like February is like halfway done. Yeah, I was going to say, by the time this episode airs, It'll be halfway through Happy. February of 2022. Oh, Happy shit. Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Days to those uh, freakos out there. Actually, they're probably yes, all lovely people, people. People in the relationships. <laughs> um, shout out. Shout out, indeed. Um, this is the, uh, we're taking a trip to Nintendo Land. Trip to Nintendo Land is our monthly Irrational Passions uh, podcast, all focused about uh, Nintendo video games and the Nintendo news. Uh, we're here once a month. We we were on a little holiday break, but now we're back in 2022. I'm uh, your host, Mike Burgess, video producer for AgentalPassions.com. And the uh, Dialga to my Palkia is here, Alex O'Neill. I love right. it. Yes. That's right, Alex. Alex is the weird space space. I horse. am space. <laughs> He's the weird space horse, and I am the weird uh, time. Time horse. Time uh <laughs> dolphin dick monster i don't know most people sure, just call it a weird dick monster um so there it is that's right i said it uh quinn as quinn hoffman our guest here also from russia i, I gallop in and just like fall he's on here my as face well i'm a jack the giratina so. of irrational passions <laughs> yeah, yeah really. that checks out <laughs> um yeah because we have like somewhat of an unorthodox uh like a rarity in terms of like literally two episodes in a row we've had new pokemon games released so mm-hmm. we have uh, once again brought the committee back to rank some Pokemon. So we're doing it again. You get a double dose right in a row if you're listening to this uh, in sequential order on podcast feeds that you listen to. We also have a wonderful video version on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rush You can see our faces and us talking. Three white dudes talking about video games. <laughs> Let's you know that's fucking novel concept, giant yeah, bomb. Shout out, whatever. And it's yeah, if you want to see that, I don't know. But anyway, you can listen to it. It's on. We're all on podcast services, um, and you know, I you know, and I edit the video stuff together. There's other fun stuff in the video versions too. So feel free to check those out wherever you're listening. And if you're, you're probably already listening to this right now, thank you so much, as always, thank you. Uh, for checking it out. But let's get into it. We've had we had uh, the Nintendo bless us. Uh, for this first episode and literally gave us a direct like the week we like all decided like the start of the week we're recording this like hey we're gonna record this week and we're just gonna talk about pokemon legends probably and then the next day they're like here's our first big direct of the year so uh, yep. it, it perfectly yeah. timed out in a it way almost never happens like that yeah, it does so not, it does, yeah very rare that that yeah it's a rare occasion that they blessed us that way uh so we're gonna get into all the news of the direct here at the at the start of the show there's a whole a lot of stuff is a big, beefy, 40-minute uh, Nintendo Direct. We're not going to go over every single game announced in it necessarily. We might highlight... We're really going to look at highlights. I think the things we, we that most excited us and things we, we want to just generally shout out that we saw. Um, I think the first thing that I think is the biggest game, and also like the game that's like Pokemon Legends is out, but the next big Nintendo game is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. They had a new Hell trailer yeah. for this. And that I... that answered the question, what's Kirby's mouth do? <laughs> what do that mouth, mouth do, do, do? And it um, turns I just... out it sucks but... on a car. 
<laughs> Before we get into this, I just want to say Kirby got Nancy Reagan's number and is fucking coming for us. <laughs> yeah. She is so, the throat goat is up for determination goated. once yep. again. Once again, I, we'll it's very rare. It's very rare when I see a thing because, you know, I was watching it like five minutes delayed because I was talking to my roommate before it started. I sat down, put it up on my TV and I'm watching it. And it's very rare when I'm watching uh, Nintendo Direct where I'm like, I'm going to be hearing about this one for a while. And I just know for sure. <laughs> yeah, and as like, soon as Kirby fucking swallowed that car, I was like, yeah, oh, just war- basically Christ. just uh, poured one out for the Vore fans of, of the internet and was like, here's Kirby just sucking on this car, sucking on this vending machine, sucking this on cone, a lamp a and bunch a traffic of water. cone and just a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. It went from like, it, it reminded me very much of like like the, the constant vibes this game has given me over trailer to trailer. We've seen it of Mario, of like Mario Odyssey of like when you first see it the first time it was kind of like, oh yeah, it's a fun, you know, it's a Kirby, it's a new Kirby game and it's a kind of like um you know that kind of game but like kind of like, you know blown up into a new thing and then you get another trailer mm-hmm. and you're like oh what the fuck mario is a t-rex mario's a frog what mario's is that? a frog you're just like what the fuck is happening now like this is that trailer for kirby and yeah. like what the totally. fuck kirby is like engorged himself on a car and is like wrapped around it like a like a like a car sleeve like a weird sheet and then you're yeah. just like what in the world is this and that's like a whole gameplay mechanic that's like you're doing puzzles and Kirby platforming through these 3D environments as like a car or like a weird traffic cone. But then there's all the traditional Kirby stuff where you like suck up a normal enemy, which answers, which begs so many more questions of like, well, how can Kirby suck up these things, but not, but not these other things? I don't, I don't know if where, it's a like, lot. If it has a soul, he can eat yeah, it, right? Like, I need the, the soul. Like, what is the, the suck lore for Kirby? You know what I mean? Like, I need the suck lore. Why or, does Meta Knight, Meta Knight not do any of this? Can, yeah, yeah. Seriously, can yeah. he do that? <laughs> and yeah, like King DDD sucks in Kirby games and like in Smash Bros and stuff. Like, can, can King DDD do that same mouthful suck mode? I don't know. And he's clearly we'll like out. the villain that they teased in this trailer, right? So maybe yeah. maybe we will find out is yeah. my concern. The, fi- the final battle is like Kirby wrapped around a car and DDD like wrapped around like wrapped a, around a bus. Kind of like a bus or like a truck and they're just you're just like it's a fucking monster each match. Other. Yeah. <laughs> oh my it's god. It's the monster truck monster truck monster jam battle. That'd be actually What's... pretty sick. On a, on a non-throat goat related level, what is like the interest slash hype factor between for you guys with this game? Um, I w- I'm I, yeah, I know you're pretty high, Quinn. Yeah, I was just gonna say like I grew up enjoying the 2D Kirby games more than anything. Like mm-hmm. I personally don't like how Mario and the 2D games really controls. So like sure. I always liked Mo- Kirby playing those games more, and so like very forgiving, getting, like, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like especially as a kid, it was like, oh yeah, it's like, and it's more fun. The levels are cooler. It's more like exploratory based. Um, and so like I'm just fuck. I'm just stoked. Like Kirby is like the un- like legitimately the underappreciated Nintendo mascot, and like has gotten mm-hmm. the shaft so many times. And so it's like it's it's really cool. He's like Yoshi. Like they just get the shaft for no fucking reason. Well, yeah, it's because so... Yoshi gets thrown into pits. Like that's a mechanic now. Yeah, so. Yeah. It's yeah. true. What about, what about you, Mike? Um, yeah, I, I would say I'm actually pretty excited for this game, especially after this this trailer where they showed a lot more depth to the like the like the the kind of 
various gameplay aspects you're going to have. So on top of like having like the Kirby abilities and having these more three open environments, you're looks like you're be able to like upgrade the abilities mm-hmm. to like use more and these ridiculous like powers that very much felt like a very Mario Odyssey take on this yeah. of like this this game just feels very inspired by that of like oh Mario Mario Odyssey kind of expanded this idea of Mario platforming mm-hmm. with these other characters now let's try and do something in that vein with a Kirby game All, but but also doing a whole bunch of different things so I think like that aspect of it has me really excited to like try it out because yeah, it's like, funny, like uh, oh go ahead as I was say because just kind of like Quinn said like uh the, the Kirby games, like I've, I've enjoyed them a lot too, but they've all kind of been the same thing for quite a while. And like, you know, we literally, this franchise, like literally a few years ago was a yearly franchise, like on 3DS and they were yeah. pretty much all the same 2D side scrolling game with like a slightly new gimmick. And they just like, kind of felt like they were just kind of throwing them out cause they could. So to see them kind of be like, let's, let's do a new fresh thing with Kirby and like get weird mm-hmm. with it. Um, like it was like okay, this is awesome. Like the, clearly, like they're not just doing this to like do it. They want to make like a new cool Kirby game. Yeah, and that's exciting. I the, it was the the trailer before this. The, it wasn't one of the direct trailers. It was the one they put out where it like showed that it's like a world map and you're kind of floating around on a on a star and like landing in levels and then each right. level has its own objectives and stuff. It was there and y'all know I'm a sucker for a world map. Oh, yeah. But that that was like the oh this is like Mario 3D World but Kirby. Um yeah. and that absolutely got me in. And then in this they're like it's there's town building there's mm-hmm. upgrades. There's like a hub town that you get to just walk around in and hang out with Waddle Dees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that stuff got me in. I like. I don't really care about like the th- the weird. What's it? Mouthful mode. That's Mouthful what they're calling mode. it. Mouthful mode. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I think that's cool, and it is cool to see Kirby's power used differently. Like yeah. I, mm-hmm. I appreciate that they kind of kept that a secret up until this point, similar to the the capture mechanic for Mario Odyssey. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm like all the way in. I w- I was in just like. You know, this is the first time Kirby's actually been like movable in 3D. Uh, obviously, yeah. the the real folk have played uh, Kirby Kirby and the Crystal Stars or whatever it's called on GameCube, um, which is a 3D Kirby game, but it's just uh, HD or not HD 2D, uh, 2.5D. Sorry, there's right, a lot of yeah. different 2Ds out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, there's actually a Let's Play of that on Irrational Passions from way back when with myself and Brant Ranch, oh, shit. Um, which is. <laughs> Damn. Uh, he gets very frustrated at the factory level. That's very funny. <laughs> um, and uh, so, so like Kirby's never really done the the full 3D movement before. I'm I'm curious mm-hmm. to see how that feels with like the suck power and all that. But yeah, I like I think this is like a really inspired Kirby game, and I hope this is poised to be like uh, Breath of the Wild or something. It's like this is the best selling Kirby. Game. I mean, everything new that comes out on Switch is usually like the best in the yeah. franchise sales yeah. wise or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think this is inspired. I think it's funny. Um, it's very it's a little memey <laughs> for me, yeah. but like <laughs> I think it, it, Kirby is like wholesome enough that he can kind of get away with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like all the boss, like weird behind the back camera for boss fights and stuff that they yeah, showed off in this trailer, is like very weird, different stuff for Kirby. And it feels like they've not taken a single risk on this character ever. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm really actually excited about it. just like the format in general of like going around the world map, selecting like one, 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 two, and then, yeah. then coming back to like a hub town to like 
upgrade buildings because you saved Waddle Dees and stuff, and like the amount of Waddle Dees you save, I assume, will be will like help contribute to the the town building up and stuff, which is similar, mm. I'd say, to like a very minimal version of this. But Yoshi's Woolly World had a had a similar yeah. thing in it, yeah. Um, and I loved it in that, even though it was like barely anything. It was more like go and see cosmetic type stuff. Um, but yeah, this looks awesome, and being able to upgrade. Kirby's abilities, like get a like a second level, potentially a third yeah. level, stronger mm -hmm. version of it. That's awesome. I, I really think this is poised to be great. Yeah, it look it looks fantastic. Um, I, I'm yeah, I'm de definitely kind of. I think it's one of those things. that's like it's exciting also because it's like relatively soon. It's like the, like mm -hmm. a little over a month away. Um, and we kind of before this, I feel like this direct definitely like filled in the gaps for us for like Nintendo's like first yeah. half of the year, like they pretty much poised this direct to be like, we pretty much know a good solid chunk of Nintendo stuff up till like, I'd say like July, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. That's kind of like, you, we're starting to see the structure of their plan, right? Yeah. Like yeah. The, you get the February update, then June update and then September update. And then they're out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, that was, that was like kind of like the first, there were some announcements before this one, but I think that was kind of the first one that really, popped for me that was like oh this is cool and i this, this is this is what i wanted to see out of here um another surprise um uh announcement uh which i think uh definitely saw a lot of excitement around this was a new mario strikers game was announced mario strikers battle league and it's a new I was, it's a new i was watching the uh the uk stream by accident and it is called <laughs> battle league football in oh, of uh, the course, uk of course it is. uh which, oh, which yeah. makes sense mario um, i love some mario blf yeah yeah <laughs> yeah the great blf <laughs> um yeah we've talked about strikers on the show before i think yeah yeah it, 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 i feel like it's it, it comes up a lot for people when we but basically when you talk about any mario sports because i think they're just a people like a sect of people who are like that's their th the favorite mario sports game out of all of them um and yeah i i liked it quite, quite a lot too i only played the gamecube one i didn't play the wii one me too yeah um but i liked that gamecube one a lot it was a whole it was it was it was ridiculous and uh, a fun time and very over the top and like a, in a di in a different like take on like a like a, even in like a mario sports game and like kind of surprising to see this form of it now especially with like you know you look at like the 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 switch sports game the mario sports games that have come out on switch and wii u were like very like uh very two form right like of like here's like the, this is just mario and his overalls and doing stuff and like you know mario and these very clean aesthetic looks where this kind of gets back to like when on that gamecube version they had them kind of like more like anime, like gritty, like hard lined visual style. And they like brought that back for this game and like kind of like the very eccentric animations to the characters, like and how emotive they were in that original game seems to be present here too, which I was pretty impressed that they like mm -hmm. went that route with that considering like, I love some of those. I like, like stuff like Mario Golf uh, and even tennis, like kind of more than this in its early iterations. But like the Switch versions have been pretty lackluster for me on that end. So there is like as cool as this looks, there is also still a little bit of a wariness to like, 
are they gonna kind of do give the tr- that treatment to this game where that's like hey we got like like two three months of free stuff and then we're piecing by and then you just like you know that's exactly what it felt like they did with golf and tennis before that mm-hmm. so i don't so i'm i'm kind of fear like that's like my one fear of this game is like as great as it looks i feel like if they're just gonna like it's gonna be a thing where it drops and then like you know two months later like they've put that put out the updates they put out for it and it's done and then people just kind of not talk about it anymore um but you know maybe, maybe that's okay as long as most you know, importantly at the end of the day like people people are like kind of getting what they want out of mm-hmm. it right like a, they want a lot of people wanted a new strikers game and they're doing yeah. it yeah most important thing that they did keep other than the art style which is like you said unique and great is the violence <laughs> that was like <laughs> yeah. in my head if they made a new strikers, my concern would be that they just kind of numb it down a little bit. Nope. Right. They're going even harder in the paint, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> With violence. Yeah. They got battle armor. Which is how on you and gotta everything. do it. Yeah, there's like loot stats. Yeah, it's like battle armor. Yeah. yeah, battle armor and you're like putting yeah, you're like putting armor on the characters themselves. Um a lot a lot of yeah, a lot this... of interesting stuff. Yeah, it was just violent. And I was like, okay. As a guy who was always like, yeah, Mario Golf, just like me and like me and the bros kind of just like go up and pay off. It's like this is like I'm gonna murder you. I'm like, what the like y'all? I mean, that's that's the striker's energy is the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. When it's... I remember playing the GameCube game, which I, I played a great deal of, just because it is, it's like so action packed. It's very like mm-hmm. you got to be kind of paying attention a lot. Um, mm. I could not finish it because it's too difficult because the AI whoops ass in that mm. game to say the least. Like it is brutal. Yeah. Uh, so it's def- we'll see I how would that, definitely say that it's like out. yeah, it's definitely the, the most intense of the sports games in, in more of a sense like Smash like Smash Brothers is where it's like you, it, mm. it's a lot more it's a lot more action and you you, know, you got to kind of be on it with that and yeah and, and at least it, and it has like the full dealings like they said like i think local will have will have like an eight player mode seems like it's completely insane yeah. um and yeah. then there will be online play and like there will be online clubs i think is how they put it where you can like make a club and then invite people in and do things so it seems like it's just like a you can do like a kind of private lobby sort of thing and just mm-hmm. play with friends which is cool as long as yeah. that, that works all great um the multiplayer be before was at most two person per team i remember Uh, because i did play some locally so having like a full team of four v4 um and like somebody takes over the goalie when it's like one shot or like what's it uh penalty shots Mm -hmm. um that's that's intense (laughs) like that's gonna be a bloodbath like people who get into that like i can't imagine going online and playing against like a team yes uh that's a lot (laughs) that's that that seems like a lot and a little too much for me uh for sure um one thing oh yeah uh but yeah mario strikers looks uh, pretty dope i'll say this like thank you so much for this ad like they added this orb to get your your super strike in OG strikers, you could just like power strike fucking whenever. And the team, yeah, the enemy team would always do it. You always get like two points for it. So, like, there was just a meta of the game of just whoop ass and get everyone off the field and then charge and do a strike. Um, Because it, like, if you do it right, you always like beat the goalies in the face. Yeah. Um, Like, launch them into into the goal with them and stuff. Yeah. 
So like having a mechanic where you have to pick up something to get your supercharge is so, so, so appreciated uh, because it was uh, a lot of that beforehand. Yeah, it doesn't sound fun. It it was fun. It's just like not balanced, let's say. It was not a yeah. balanced video game. Yeah. For sure. Um so I'm definitely curious what the what what, what how that'll shake out um mm-hmm. when this when this drops. I think they said it was June, early June was that. So that's a pretty good time for that, I think. Also Mike, it's not on here, but I think we should mention it. The Chrono Cross remaster or whatever the hell, the port of that. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, what was it? That. Yeah, we can we can we can, yeah we can mention that the current they're doing a Chrono Cross remaster. Is it like the Wandering mm. Dreamers edition? Is that what it's called? Radical Dreamers. Radical Dreamers. Radical, Radical Dreamers. Dreamers. Yes, thank you. Uh, Chrono Cross. Yep. Yeah, that's a it's a big it's a big. Uh, I know it's like a cult classic kind of JRPG because it's c- kind of considered like a like a spiritual sequel to Chrono Trigger, or is it actually like a direct sequel? I it never... is a sequel, but like. You have to get like the secret ending to see the characters from Chrono Trigger. Right, right. right. Uh, and you only see, I think it's Luca, Chrono, and Marl. Uh, so it's not like it really is nothing to do with that. I think like right. some of the larger implications of that right. original it's game, the... it it has to do with, but barely. Okay, so it's like the deep lore. I I, I wonder if this Radical Dreams, like these these new pieces of content in it, will have a little bit more of a tie-in. But there right. was a a leak like Square Enix like potential games listing uh that like said a uh, a Chrono Cross remake was coming so i guess this is what it is not a not yeah. a remake but a remaster yeah like a yeah and their base is just like up it looks like they're doing kind of like a, a like they've been doing with a lot of the, those classic kind of things they've been doing is ai upscaling and just mm-hmm. like kind of porting them to to current gen consoles and that's cool for like the weird the weird dads out there like these like these like old games i never actually played chrono cross so I, that's one i did not have reference for there was a lot of that we'll get into a couple other ones too i have listed here yeah. of like these just like niche jrpgs that they're just putting out back out on the switch because i'm guess i'm guessing like enough of those are selling fairly well that to keep doing that because i've i feel like that's been like a consistent thing for like the last like year or so yeah. on switch so hey sure sure why not um, and he's actually one. Another one I didn't put down, but I do want to. I do also do want to shout out. Was they they showed some Splatoon three, uh, yes. um, and they, they showed the Salmon Run mode is returning, and that's yeah, great. This is what I was the most curious about too. Yeah, which uh, which is great to see, and it looks it looks pretty similar to what it was, but like just with like some updates to it. Like way they more showed, stuff going on. Yeah, yeah there's way more enemy mm-hmm. types and way more enemy types. Like way more. Uh, like kind of tools to use uh, as like the squid kids. Um, that's that's and you're like to going to like a like an oil tanker. <laughs> like yeah. you're like helicoptering in on in, in like oil tanker gear. It's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. That that was a that was a mode from Splatoon two that I really enjoyed. But it had it had a weird implementation in that game. Yeah. Um, where like they time gated it for no real reason. Where it was like you can place a salmon run between these like four hours in on this day and then you'll have to wait and then it'll be locked away and then you'll go here and have to do that again on another day for another four hours it was just superly super weirdly implemented but it was a lot of fun because mm-hmm. it's basically just like a horde mode but with like splatoon mechanics where you're 
you know, shooting ink around, uh, taking out these like sam- these weird salmon zombie looking enemies, and they drop these eggs and you're you're um, like dunking the eggs in, and it's kind of like a risk reward thing of like, hey, you know, as you, as you try and get more and more eggs, you can get more and more eggs um, round to round, and the the difficulty increases, but you can also kind of sort of cash out too. But you can also try and get better stuff, and a lot of that's and a lot of that just turned into like. You know, the more eggs you get, the more you're, there's like a little kind of, you know, upgrade, like kind of experience bar where you would get like, you know, cosmetic stuff you could wear on your squid, squid kid and stuff. Um, yeah, it's a fun mode. And that's like I always it was always something I wanted to like get a group together to do. But just because of it's like so weird type it's super situation, sporadic. it was just like never it was just never an easy thing to do. So I really hope they just don't they just have that as a mode you can just do with people. Yeah. And it seems one. like it's like subtitled mode. Like I feel like this is going to be like a thing you select from the main menu. Like it'll be a totally yeah, separate yeah, exactly. mode that you just do anytime, which I'm here for like a salmon run group stream will definitely happen. Yes. Um, and I, I think salmon run is great. Um, but I, I hope there's like more maps and stuff. Like I know they have more enemies that they showed off, but like, right. I, yeah, that, that that's my concern is just like how much, how much to it is there. How much support it has mm-hmm. from the main Splatoon um, stuff, yeah. Yeah, and and I mean, I'll be honest, like I really expected them to show more Splatoon uh yeah. here. Me too. Uh, cuz that's like the their first I didn't I don't necessarily count Kirby, but that's like their their second big tentpole game of 2022 yeah. um with Pokémon sure. being the first one. Um and I, yeah, I just, it makes me, I feel like that we will get a Splatoon direct probably come April or May in that time frame with yeah. the date and everything, that's, that's, which is good because that means like, too. I would bet that this game comes out in either June or July. Um, and that means in the E3 time frame, there probably won't be an E3, but in that time frame direct, the June direct, um, they will not spend time on Splatoon 2 and instead put that time into other games which is exciting yeah 100 yeah, I, yeah uh-huh. I, d- I definitely agree it'll be that like july this game will drop like that july august time frame for sure yeah we're yeah, gonna I say one note too is how this trailer has the most apocalypse now fucking vibe the music like, for here, sure it was like here's this red sky and they're all in like american green camo and i'm like all right cool i'm ready for like night of the valkyries to come out like flying <laughs> that and honestly like, would be sick too and they showed like godzilla salmon yeah, <laughs> with, yeah like, giant, like weird boss. black and white camera yeah. it's like almost like, yeah, a, just like it could be a raid boss and splatoon salmon splatoon two three or salmon run i love it yeah, yeah it's just it's just that that trailer had a really good look to it i think it's like really because it's really different from like almost platoon the vibes where it's like everything's bright and colorful and you're in a city versus this is like this is some hellscape you're on and like yeah like i said like, like an oil tanker new. or something yeah mm-hmm. it's like some weird yeah. so yeah, Very you do, yeah yeah you've you've definitely figured out some weird jankiness uh or found some found some weird uh areas for sure in there uh but that looks cool um yeah i definitely think it'll be sometime in the summer and i'm very much mm-hmm. looking forward to playing that um next one yeah. another another one for weird old people but this one specifically spoke to me as um a weird old person uh into video games they were mastering the two klonoa games uh finally for modern consoles 
The first game that ever made me cry was Klonoa 1. Hell yeah, baby. Klonoa 1. Sad, sad fucking video game. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, weird. it's weird that both those games get kind of dark, but they're also like the jolliest. Some of the yes. jolliest feel-good games you can also play at the same time. Uh, but Kl- Klonoa 1 uh, from PS1 and Klonoa 2 from the PS2 uh, as a package. Uh, Looks great. Out. It's coming out. I think it's in July. Uh, it's coming. I think it's actually coming to Switch first in July, and then it's releasing later on other consoles. I think is what I saw. Yeah, I think it's um, PlayStation and PC. I don't know if that's coming to Xbox. Yeah, but that's that's awesome. That's that's a great package of those two games. They're both very fun platforming games. Uh, I'm I'm excited to play those again because I played them when I was younger and I loved them a lot. I have I have fond memories of those games so i i am excited to kind of mm-hmm. revisit them uh in 2022 and see how i feel about them now but i think i'll still yeah. enjoy i think i'll still enjoy them but definitely maybe yeah. like oh yeah okay yeah, this is an old video game yeah which is fine the music's great though uh music's great great vibes still great some weird great vibes great vibes right up until the end when things get yeah, cripplingly until depressing yeah, until, it's, yeah, until it just gets real dark you're just like damn little furry guys they're separating my best friends yeah. yes quinn should i should i play these games yes yeah i think you i think you actually would like them because like, yes. they have like cause they, have yeah because they have like a similar weird vibe to um like 2d kirby games because like they're i don't oh, think no. they're like super hard but like they're just like weird and like but weird in like a weird uh platforming way that kirby can be sometimes uh quinn if i can make a recommendation on a meta level you should probably just turn off your video i would say why your connection is yeah unfortunately the place yeah unfortunately yeah unfortunately yeah, yeah. shout yeah. out to spectrum and hold me down spectrum yeah, that's okay uh hey don't worry, don't worry i paid for 100 down and 50 up and i get it about a quarter of that yeah hopefully it'll even itself out a little bit yeah so we'll work it out uh and then uh after after that uh was kind of the first um the first interesting play i think in nintendo's long game of like trying to build out a subscription service uh because we weirdly got um i'd say a seven uh actually like kind of more heavily requested game to come to the Nintendo Switch online service with the Earthbound games. We have yes. Earthbound uh, and Earthbound Beginnings, which are basically Mother 1 and 2. Obviously, there's still no Mother 3. Please just uh, stop beating that dead horse. I don't know what to say about that anymore. Um, but yeah, they just yeah, they, they shadow drop those. That's never coming out, so like people need to chill. It just doesn't make any sense why they don't do it. I just yeah. like it would sell so well. So many people would be so happy. Uh, yeah, it's it's just silly. At this, I really thought this was going to lead into like a just hey, twenty bucks, download it on Switch. It's just mm-hmm. the same game. Who gives yeah. a fuck? It's a GBA game, but who cares? But like, this is like too little, too late for me. <laughs> like they, this, right. these two games should have been on this service to begin with. Mm-hmm. This is stupid. It's a bad move. They shouldn't have spent so much time on it. Uh, yep. And I'm s- still disappointed with the <laughs> online service output of those two consoles, NES yep. and Super NES. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm still, 
I've still, even with the the next bit of the announcement, was probably was my personal biggest announcement of this direct for me personally. Um, but still not really incentivized to get into that um, that uh, that uh, fifty dollar expansion pack uh, sized thing. Uh, before sure. we, but uh, one last thing I wanted to I wanted to shout out, which which I think yes. which is another weird uh, shout out to the to the old JRPG dads, um, like like a Scott White uh, or um, a John from uh, what's his game dad. On Twitter, I, for, I forget he's. Oh, he's from SG. John Phipps. John, John Phipps, Phipps. Thank you. I got some information for this one too. That be good. Yes, live a live. Live alive. Live alive. Like I've seen people. I, I've seen that's another one. People have been going back and forth about how to, how to say it or not say it. I, I I have no idea. Live alive, I believe, is the live canon. alive. Uh, is making its. Uh, they're not only finally bringing it over to the West, um, for the first time, but they are doing it in like a full on like HD 2D remake, um, which is kind of surprising to like see this for like such a niche, like RPG, but also like see yeah. like once it, once you like watch the, oh, I watched, I was watching the trailer during the Dracula, like it, now they described it, it made sense because like this just seems like a proto game to like octopath traveler which was kind of like the first yep. kind of real big breakout for this style so it's yes. like oh, okay once they like describe that like it made a little bit more sense like why they were giving it this full treatment this game sounds incredible <laughs> i've yeah. never heard of it uh i uh shout out to i'm gonna read some some info i got from it from uh per schneider um the cool. the founder of ign uh who gave like a great like succinct breakdown um about this game like why it's so interesting right um live alive is like seven different rpgs rolled into one each scenario isn't just set in a different world or time zone it also plays differently from the others and then an eighth chapter pulls it all together it's incredibly ambitious turn-based grid battle system shared across the scenarios but the western scenario focuses on gunplay while others focus on hand-to-hand combat the scenarios range from prehistory all, where all interactions are like in emoji because there's no language to a spaghetti Western to modern day medieval times. They showed off all these in the trailer. Uh, each scenario was designed by a different artist. The artist on the Japanese ninja scenario, for example, was manga artist uh, Gosho Ioma, Detective Conan. Uh, if you're familiar, Conan. the music remains one of the Square's best soundtracks composed by mm-hmm. Yoko Shimomura, who you should fucking know. The yeah. woman behind Street Fighter 2, Kingdom Hearts, Super Mario RPG. Uh, if that's not enough pedigree, and again, thank you, Pear, for the editorial here. Um, know the game was directed by the lead designer of Final Fantasy IV, Takashi Tokita, who went on to direct Chrono Trigger, Parasite Eve, um, enough name dropping. Just know that while RPG fans didn't assess over a re-release of Live Alive the way they campaigned for Mother Three, it's a top-tier JRPG whose time in the spotlight was is way overdue. I think this is such an awesome announcement um, that it it makes an old game new again. And the HD 2D, which I I personally love, and I think it, it's like again mm-hmm. a little bit more subtle here, kind of like the uh, I don't know, I think it's Dragon Quest Three remake that they're doing in it. Yeah. Um. Or Dragon Quest Four, it's one of the two. It's, I mean, it's uh, yeah, I, this is awesome. I love the look of this game. It's a turn-based RPG, so I, you know, it's a crapshoot as to whether or not I will like it or not. But yeah. it absolutely has my interest. Yeah, yeah, S- same here. Like I kind of came away excited about it because I, I'd, I'd always heard that name, 
as like this weird kind of niche thing that like but i never really like looked deep into like why um it was an interesting game uh but i just remember hearing that name and being like where where's this video game uh they should bring this over or like seeing people there probably is like fan translations i'm sure of something like this it seems like in that Trials of Mana tier, yeah. uh, Kuro no yeah. Kisaki, I think is what that, that game is originally called, of like a game that was a sequel to a game. Uh, this is obviously standalone, but it's like people really like the other ones. And they like, so everyone really likes the the, the director of this game and all the other games that they've made. Yes. Uh, and now they're finally bringing it over to the West. I, yeah. yeah, I think this is awesome. Yeah, it, it, def- it definitely intrigued me. But I'm going to be uh, completely honest and say something that didn't intrigue me is when I think I saw the price for it. It is a full $60 video game. Nice. Uh, so I was like, I was like, oh, that's that Square Enix like, tax uh, right there. And I saw yeah. it go up. I think it's like a full $60 game. So I'm like, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'll uh, just let uh, everybody else tell me it's cool or interesting before I maybe buy that. And, um, but yeah, like you said, it's still like cool that they like they went all that way. I also find it very fu- funny that like th- a game like this is getting this treatment, but like mm-hmm. something like these Final Fan like they have not done any like original six Final Fantasies yep. in any of the any of this form. Like it's kind of mind blowing that like this is going to come yeah. out, and probably pretty soon here we're going to get like the pixel remaster of final fantasy like six i think they're already up to six yeah and, like that's what you're getting like that that's that's that just still seems pretty crazy to me that like that's how that's been that's how this has worked out where but but anyway the, we're getting a dreary is a very funny company when it comes Square, to yeah the, like there has to, to there decision has to be, making <laughs> Yes, yeah. there has to be like some like weirdly specific dudes like gung ho about like we gotta we gotta make live alive live alive in HD two D, fuck our Final Fantasy games, like it's it's yeah. And again, Good Dragon move. Quest is getting one of these. None of the not even announced any of the Final Fantasy. Like I know so many people that kill for Final Fantasy six HD two D game. Like yeah. kill yeah, them totally. Uh, yeah, it's it's a bummer. Yes, this just feels like swearing to me. Like, uh, yeah, take this while we uh, try to botch our mis- like try to fix our botches. I, I, you know, obviously that is weird, but I will say this is awesome, and I want to yeah. see more of this. And I think like there are a ton of Super Nintendo games mm-hmm. that are like top tier that maybe have never made it their way over here yeah. and should. Totally, I think these. Doing stuff like this and seeing how they perform, I think, is what tells Square if they do more of this or not, uh, yes. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be curious how how it uh, is received when it comes out. I think it's actually in April. Is it in April? That's that's it's very soon. July. Oh, is it? Is, it, is that July? Oh, I thought it was April. Yeah. Um, but um, the then the the big banger uh, for me personally that and me too and i think i think i think i think for pretty much all of us here yeah the three um, of us in particular mario kart 8 deluxe is getting it's getting more <laughs> deluxe it's, it's getting old smash brothers ultimate by them literally doubling the amount of tracks that are going to be in the game via dlc from now until the end of next year so end of 2023 we're getting <laughs> which is crazy <laughs> Eight forty-eight tracks are going to be added. That's coming out in groups of eight, also. Coming out which in is groups of eight, they're lot. all they're all going to be remastered, basically like remastered or updated versions of tracks from 
previous Mario Karts. So there won't be new tracks. Did they say track. all of them are? Yes, they, because... they, they, okay. they, they said all of them will be remastered tracks yeah. uh, from previous games, which, like, you know, at the end of the day, that's, like, I, I get it. They they are rematch tracks, but like also who here who here the hell has played Mario Kart Tour? Because they already showed in that first pack that there's like three of those tracks coming from that mobile game. I found it that Diddy Kong costs like yes. thirty dollars in that yes. game. Also, this is all for yeah, all of these forty eight tracks you can get for twenty five dollars, or like I was I was a steal. Which and I was also mentioning earlier is like if you get the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack. This also comes with that, so you can get, you get all the DLC. That's and such no, a good move. Mm-hmm. No additional cost. Plus, plus you get the Animal Crossing and the the Switch the, the Switch Online like Nintendo sixty four games and the and the, the NES game. So that's that being added to that. Um, yes, yeah, like you said, that's that makes a ton of sense uh, yeah. to make that move. But I also appreciate that they just made a twenty five dollar. Thing. They could just buy individually for Mario Kart 8 if you just won that route because that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, but that's fair, and I I feel like that's how Nintendo's always going to do it. Save yeah. for the the classic games, like I think there will always be an option to buy expansions. But man, I mean, like I know we it, it could be technically part of this show. There's just a lot to talk about, but like fa- Nintendo's financial earnings came out. Uh, mm-hmm. For 2021, and uh, as you might fucking imagine, everything sold well. Well, Pokemon Diamond yeah. Pearl, the remakes that everybody complained about, have already sold by December 31st, 2021, over 10 million units. Yeah. Um, really? Every everyone yes. complained about how those games look or whatever. It's like it does Are not fucking matter. Yes, I know. Yeah, in in less in like just over a month, those two games sold over 10 million units. Um, oh Animal God. Animal Animal Crossing has almost sold as much as Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is yep. the Bananas. craziest. Like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is in like the Call of Duty GTA 5 realm <laughs> as far as like sales numbers. Third was yep. like 36.5 million units by the end of um uh January uh, December, uh, and that's definitely only gone up since then. And we'll only go up from then. And like what we switch just broke Wii sales numbers yep. um, in uh, almost two years less than uh, like the time that the Wii was like selling. Uh, and is it's you know the switch is gunning for PS2 numbers now, and that yeah. is exciting. Yep. Um, but mm-hmm. the attachment rate of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe to Switch is almost 50% which is insane Uh, and knowing that and and seeing this it's like oh no fucking brainer yeah of course (laughs) this makes like how have they not done it sooner is really really more what the what what, like what I would say to this more than anything is like this makes so much sense which tells me like they're not gonna make a new Mario Kart game they were probably they were probably letting this cook for a little while, uh, and and like wanted to know like what is the scale at which that we are going to do this, uh, and forty eight tracks is a very big scale, mm-hmm. and now but like the reason they didn't do this before is probably because of Smash Brothers, right? Like this very much feels mm-hmm. like the thing that fits into that. They can now put it with the the switch online pass, which I feel like they would have done with the smash pass. Uh, if that had come out when that was still a thing 
And and it, I think it tells you a lot about like if there's like an Octo expansion type thing for Splatoon three that will also probably be rolled into the Switch Online thing, right. and it's a very different approach to online stuff like Plus and and Xbox Live or Game Pass. It's it's different like how it's like kind of expanding on games that already exist versus being entire games themselves. Yeah, uh, yeah, like this is super smart, uh, and I I can't believe I saw like. Uh, I, to be fair, it's the internet, of course, but so many people were complaining about this, and I just yes. think it's so dumb. Uh, of like, yeah, Who's like complaining I, about this. A lot of people. people we don't have like, well, Yeah, yeah. We don't. Name I don't want to pay for old tracks. Yeah, I don't uh, want to play or, for. Uh, yeah, I don't want like how, they're making me. Yeah, this is DLC for like an eight DLC year for old an game, old game. And it's just like, uh, motherfucker, you bought Mario Kart Eight and it has old tracks in it. You both. Yeah, though. there's already old tracks like, in this game. Like, there's already, yeah, there's there's already old tracks in this game. Oh like, like they there there's no sense in making a new Mario Kart yet. I, I I've I've said yeah. on this podcast before, yeah. like on earlier episodes, like man, I would like we've talked about a new Mario Kart game but like all I really wanted was like more Mario Kart on Switch yeah and like this is the, the this is like the best of both of it because it's literally literally the best Mario Kart game Mario Kart 8 is the best Mario Kart game you can fight find me in a street if you want to make <laughs> oh, up some fight. make yeah, up we, something we're talking to about say it. it is it's the best Mario Kart game like yeah. period we are talking about this on Twitter yesterday Mike but like the Mario Kart 8 framework is the best Mario Kart, period. It's yes. just, it feels the best, it looks the best, it runs the best, and the Zero Grav stuff is, like, the most fun gimmick they've ever done yep. in a Mario Kart game, in my opinion. Uh, plus, the, they have the little sky glide parts as well yes, from yeah, Mario Kart 7. Incredible soundtrack, good on... Yeah, good, the good, soundtrack is good, the best! Good online, <laughs> like, good, actually, like, fun online play. Yeah, that works. That works, and is, like... <laughs> like pretty decent compared to some mm -hmm. other Nintendo offerings for online stuff. Like, and again, we j I just said like the install base is yes. huge. Yeah. It's at like, yeah, like you said, like you, I'm pretty sure they're already, they already counted again. And it's already like over 40 million. Like people own <laughs> this crazy. game on switch and like yeah, literally just like literally just to put out, like they're literally doing DLC for the next year for this game. Yeah, eight tracks at eight tracks every like probably like couple months. Couple of months, yeah. And it's just twenty five bucks. And it's twenty five uh, bucks. Even, That's even the thing, if like, like twenty million. Yeah. Even if like you know you said like fifty percent attach rate. Even if like you know a couple million people like put down twenty five bucks for this extra DLC or sign up for this pass, like Nintendo's like you know this that, game that, is like master game plan. Yeah. Yes, yeah. This 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 just made money for like the next like like four Mario Kart fucking video games. Yeah, yeah, and like, like come on, man, like it is more consumer friendly to yep. give you more i know it is weird that you know Kart 8 deluxe came out in april of 2017 i know it this is Christ. weird yeah. to oh put God. yeah almost yes. five it, full years ago yes. and it, it, came like, it, wii, it came out on wii u even before that yes before then yeah. but like it, it was one of those things like when it was like announced as coming to switch like in those early days as like one of the first wave of ports I was like, great, because like I love Mario Kart 8, and I fucking Dolphin Shoals soundtrack I will listen to yeah. on my fucking deathbed is how good it is, uh, and and so like this is like the more consumer friendly option as opposed to putting out 48 tracks, new and old, mix and match like they usually do 
of a $60 game, I, you know, this is a better consumer option. I like, I understand like the weirdness of it and the awkwardness of it, but I would like, I'm expecting there will be more than just tracks added to this. Like I would bet like some characters will probably get thrown in there as well. Uh, and like they might refresh the UI, the menu and stuff like that. And like, Mario Kart 8 already has like the great 200cc mode for the freakos out there that like at the mirror mode like you are putting in the one of if not the best Nintendo soundtrack that has ever existed in my opinion um, up against things like Smash Brothers which is all encompassing but just this one fucking slaps yes Um, totally doubling that yeah Yeah. doubling that like a new soundtrack version of all of the courses like every course from game of double dash is going to end up in this game now thank god um you know like every course from every game is probably gonna end up yeah in this. Like, that's that's what like i was gonna bring that up but it's like you're right it's like what what tracks do you want to see in in this 40 out of 48 tracks it's like we're kind of just gonna get everything like we're like nearly the, the one um i think it's n64 like the one that's on like the boardwalk in the boo mansion Benji, Benji i really boardwalk, like that one Benji boardwalk yep great yeah great that, that one's track. cool uh and i just love to see what that looks like you know yeah, not modern times yeah. <laughs> in 64 uh every single track what, what's the the one in double dash where you get up and shoot on the cannon like that one dk mountain yeah with the, the like the big volcano yes that's like yeah, that that's, like my, so favorite, good. that's my favorite track that's my, like, that's um, my favorite double dash track i love DK what's mountain. the one from Wii that is like waluigi themed or whatever waluigi pinball, also fantastic yeah, track. also yeah. great and the the wario stadium one wario, yeah, wario, dash, yeah, wario stadium double dash is so good maybe like like yeah. the biggest like shit show of map ever yeah, it's, oh, for sure. just, it's just absolutely <laughs> it's massive yeah. yeah there's just like uh, yeah like they're literally doing 48 tracks and like you know that basically is to get so many so much coverage of mm-hmm. of the like the legacy of 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 these mario kart games plus like they already showed like i, I mentioned a little bit earlier is like in, they're including mario kart tour the mobile game that came out yep. Uh, in these remastered tracks like in this first pack of eight three of the tracks are just like tracks from mario kart tour that are so like, those are basically brand new <laughs> yes you know? that's, what I was th- that's basically what i was saying is like who here no, none of us have played mario kart tour on this podcast and i reckon a lot of people who probably own mario kart 8 of the 40 million people on there have probably not played mario kart tour either so they're probably still yeah. getting new tracks yeah. um Plus a bunch of old, like they showed great ones that are in this first pack. Even Coconut Mall from the Wii version, great oh, track. Choco Mountain, Choco Mountain. Mountain from N sixty four is there. They showed some. I think the other two were from the the three DS Mario Kart Mario Kart seven. It's also mm-hmm. great uh, Mario. That's like one of my my probably one of my other favorite Mario Kart games. It's Mario Kart seven. Um, yeah. So like this, this is just. Uh, um, a bombshell. This is probably like, this like was like reignited my excitement for like Nintendo, like yeah. directs because I want to see what what like the new Mario Kart like DLC is going to be because I want to play more Mario because I you know because I because yes there is an aspect of like Mario Kart Eight. I played I played hundreds of hours of Mario Kart Eight on the Wii U and then it came to mm-hmm. Switch and I definitely picked it up and played it and had fun. But I, yeah, I played that Mario Kart game and moved on like. This is this is eight. This is four. Literally doubling the amount of yeah. tracks, and all of including these tracks the DLC, are also going to be like doubling, yes, yeah. yes. They're going to be 
adding, even though they're all tracks I've played, they're going to be in Mario Kart 8's engine, which feels great. It's the best yeah. playing Mario Kart. All the items are fun. All of the, like, you know, just the feel of that game is fun. The sound, updated soundtrack. There will be, this is done in 2023, there'll be 96 tracks in this game. I know almost as many levels as there are in Smash Brothers, which is fucking wild. It's only and it's only twenty five. Like you always pay twenty five bucks and get all of this. Like like it's is like I I, I'm with you that I was getting really like I don't I don't really like get into the discourse whenever like Twitter stuff pops up because I just don't I do not feel like wasting my time on any of it ever. But that that that, that was like that was like that was like as close as I got when I see people like getting up in arms about like oh i'm paying for old tracks for old things or like well you should just put up mario kart 9 it's like they, okay they are, these sorry. are going to feel brand new like yes, i can yes, almost guarantee it's like it. it's like literally like literally like we had like a similar discussion of this a year like a multiple like a year ago they put out super mario party and didn't put anything out for it then they put out mm-hmm. mario party superstars last year which is like literally yep. i just says like why was this just dlc for this for 60 dollars and people still went and bought that Mario Party and like and like yep. loved it. Like I bought it, and I have it, and it's fun. Yeah, I and have it. I want to play that one. This and they're now they're doing it for Mario Kart Eight. Like they're like yeah. the best selling game on the on the platform. And Which means are, like, like you can't ever please anybody. Is basically what I'm getting to. It's like, no. just, like especially Nintendo stupid. fans. It's like it's stupid that people were like getting upset about like, oh, I can't believe they're giving me a good deal on a good video <laughs> game that already exists. And not making yeah. not making me spend sixty dollars on a another video game. <laughs> like, come on, man! Like, I like. I, go ahead, stupid. Quinn. I, I do just want to touch back to when Alex was talking about it being a super friendly. This is also worker friendly too. Like, these people aren't building a brand new game. They're already working an engine that they've been working on for five years. Right, and maybe even longer. I mean, longer than that since it's the Wii U one. So, like, what seven years? They're already familiar with this, and it's just going to be. It's super friendly to all of these workers, and that's great at the end of the day. And like that should be applauded as well as how incredibly friendly it is to people who already own this fucking game. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a very it's, consumer consumer focused thing. It's very it, and yeah. it's just it's just wild to me that like it's so friendly to consumers and laborers. And like this is not something we ever see in games. It's always like make the brand new thing. You know I mean? Yeah, make the make the I'll, make yeah. Continue the crank to make the new the new fancy thing. And this is just like as someone as the one of the three people that bought the new expansion for Kingdoms of Amalur or Reckoning <laughs> that came out in the year of our Lord 2021. <laughs> one uh, nine years after Kingdoms of Amalur came out on the PS3 and 360, and it's not a very great expansion. I'll tell tell you what, yeah. it's fine. But oh, yeah. I was I was in, and I was stoked at, at the idea of that. Like I, there is this weird trepidation I think with giving paid DLC for old games, mm-hmm. and I think the way people some the way some folks responded to this is exactly the only reason why that stigma exists. Uh, yeah. And it it is, you know, like this would have been better earlier, but like it is not harmful that it is later, right? Like like yeah. it doesn't hurt anyone that this is later. And like there will be a Mario Kart Nine someday. Yes. Like clearly, twenty twenty four is the earliest. You know, yes. we kind of know. Yeah. Um, and and it, it it 
that will probably just be a thing that comes out on a, on a new platform, right? Like, yeah. like, which makes sense and it makes a little bit more sense. But this sets an interesting precedent for, like, you were just talking about Mario Party. That game very much could receive DLC in the future that is also tied to the Switch expansion online passing. Right. Uh, and, and it is something that Nintendo is clearly not afraid of anymore. Uh, this is like a big new thing for them. Uh, they've not ever done anything like this. And, and I remember when we got the second smash pass, we were very surprised and the way that, you know, they just kept a great pace with that. And and you're always like, is this direct going to have a new smash character? And right. Like. People, I saw some sentiment that I did kind of agree with of like, it is weird kind of looking forward to a direct knowing that there won't be a new Smash announcement because we've had that as as a safe hype bet. Like, oh, that's going to be super cool and exciting. Even if it's like, you know, Pirate Mithra, which aren't my my kin, like it's always going to be a fun trailer. Um, This this kind of reinvigorates that. It it adds that level of of fun of like, oh, we're probably going to see new Mario Kart tracks in this direct. I wonder what they're adding uh and and just like if you have played the remastered tracks of which there were already very many of them in mario kart 8 you know that like these aren't bullshit tracks man like they add the zero g stuff to almost every single one of them Mm -hmm. and it almost always makes them better like i know you're not a huge baby park fan mike but like having that as like one kind of huge tilted zero g track in addition to being baby park and you get like the, the side boost when you uh, hit, hit folks like was like, Oh, this is such a cool, fresher version of baby park. Yeah. The one fucking stage that everybody always wanted uh, in Mario Kart eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and they like refreshed it in such a fun way. And also it yeah. fucking looks so goddamn beautiful. Like that whole game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I just there, this is nothing but good news and it's, it's cool. I, as, as one of a few people with the, Nintendo Switch Online expansion thing. Uh, it was like, I was genuinely surprised that I just get this because I was yeah. like, all right, take my 25 bucks, let's go. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's just now it's just, now it's just included. Yeah, that does, like you said, that does bring up an interesting precedent, like with this and like them, like still having this weird slow trickle of like kind of Nintendo Switch Online like games. But then, like, starting to now add this stuff, like, trying to really uh, kind of pick up the pace with, like, all right, now we're se- we've seen, like, them doing Nintendo 64 games a little bit quicker. Like, I think they, like, in the time of our, from our last episode, I think they had, like, three games from N64. Yeah, they've got Majora. Yeah. Oh, well, Majora is sometime this month. They've got Majora's Banjo month, but, like, and Banjo Paper Mario. And Paper Mario added. I think there was something else even in there, too. So that's that's nice to see, and then we got we got Earthbound, the two Earthbound mm-hmm. games, which I knew were like definitely highly requested, but like you said, kind of long, long in the tooth to getting to some of those for sure. Yeah, but now having this, yeah, that Animal Crossing DLC, and now yeah. this Mario Kart uh, DLC for the next year, all included in this, and like there probably is going to be more stuff by the time all that DLC is like out. I said- Splatoon is absolutely going to be like a live service Splatoon 3. It is going to be a game that they're going to update for at least two years because they've done that with the other two Splatoon games, right? Like, and and Octo Expansion was like a really cool thing that I could totally see them taking a new stab at or a new approach at. And it seems like there's going to be a much bigger single player component to this Splatoon game as well. So like new modes, new maps, new stuff like for Splatoon 3 is definitely going to happen. 
uh mario party like i said i think dlc for that is is definitely on the table um yeah i i just think this is like showing how nintendo is because they said they're they said they're quote-unquote halfway through the switch's life cycle uh which yeah. has its you know there's concern to be had there for, for sure but like yeah. it shows the way in which they are approaching that second half which is like having new games and great games like kirby and stuff and breath of the wild 2 uh which we can talk about in a second but uh also having the nintendo switch online expansion service be like a complement to the game library that you have already uh which is yeah. again very different than playstation plus which is like mandatory you need this to, to play online and then you get two free great games uh and very different than game pass uh yeah. so I, i'm really curious what they're thinking and what they're planning uh, as far as that service and more DLC for old games. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely with you there of like what kind of kind of what their future is with like going into having a subscription service because that's like the future, right? Like all of them, you know, Microsoft has it. Sony Sony kind of has it with PlayStation Plus, it kind of is more or less subscription. I mean, it's literally subscription but not in like, you know, a Game Pass style way where you're having this library of games, but it seems like they're moving in that direction. I know it's been like rumored that they're going to have a thing at some point. Um, like is this Nintendo's kind of answer for that and not term, not in terms of like streaming. You I mean, there is like a, you'll have this backlog of games as kind of an added bonus, but this is how they kind of sell these bigger, their bigger games now, you know, cause like, mm -hmm. I'm curious if like, you know, the future, that I, I personally would like, but I know maybe a lot of people wouldn't like this, is, like, if we got, you know, 2024, 2025, and they kind of announce, like, their next console, which I still would assume is very Switch-like, it would... Yes. It would still... I was just I, talking I about still, this with Navishin. Yeah. I still think it's going to be very much a Switch-style uh, hybrid console, but probably, you know, more powerful and do some other bells and whistles, but, like... I, do they do they with the, the success of the switch I feel like they can't disconnect from this as easily as they could from some some other stuff like they could from like Wii U to Wii switch U. you know they couldn't yeah. really they, like they I don't think they can do that with a new uh like updated their next console so could they do a thing where they basically port a lot of these games over but then continue to add on more content to them through their subscription services. Like basically have like, here's, here's Mario Kart eight and here's super smash brothers ultimate. Maybe they're not just one for one. These things, when they pour them over, maybe they're, they have the majority of the stuff from these, from these two games. And then they, they add new stuff that wasn't there from, from the switch, the current switch versions. And then they just say like, you know, we're going to keep updating these games for basically the rest of the cycle of this, you know, this new console. And they treat them as like kind of actual like service games like they like they could because they, they totally can do that with both of those games. And like a Splatoon yeah. also like they could do that again with Splatoon. Yeah. And then backwards say, compatibility is is a big question as yeah, for whatever Nintendo's next console is. And just say like, hey, these these are this is the Mario Kart for this console, this is the Smash for this console, and we're just gonna mm -hmm. keep up just keep updating them. Um and you can buy the stuff piecemeal if you want, but if you get on our get in on our subscription service, all that stuff is just there for you when it comes. 
Um, but also, yeah. but like I uh, like I feel like maybe that's the way they do it because I could I don't see them. I don't know if they like I see them just like doing a full on Game Pass thing. Obviously, where it's just like day one you can just play the new Kirby game or day one you can play this. Mm-hmm. Like I think they're still going to be sixty dollar games going to go buy somewhere. Their Game Pass will only and always apply to their classic games. I think, yeah. Which, yeah. which makes the most sense for sure. Uh, for um, sure, but but I I just recorded a podcast that folks will hopefully be able to listen to with Nabashin earlier in a, a new patch notes. And we, we ended up talking a little bit about Nintendo. Um, but I, yeah, like if you think about Nintendo now, they are a different company because one of their pillars is gone, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, the handheld pillar is gone. So like, I don't think they can remake that pillar in the future. So if they make new hardware, it will, either be handheld only or handheld and console. And I just don't think that they would not make it handheld and console because that has worked so fucking well for them. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I, I really don't think whatever their next piece of hardware is will not be a not switch type thing or, or have that kind of cradle or appearance or whatever. Um, I think backwards compatibility and system transfer stuff. And like, those are valid questions that, that I'm sure they're working on solutions for right now, but yeah, they, they are not, they can't go back now. Like the yeah. team that made, that is making Kirby was definitely a 3DS team before. So like yep. the, the, they're not going to be like, all right, you guys make lesser, lesser HD quality games now again. Like it, it is, they, they've, they're pressing forward in a very brave mm-hmm. new direction for Nintendo. Um, and I, yeah, I just think like if, if, the day comes when switch pro or switch Two or super switch, whatever it is, the next piece of Nintendo hardware happens. Like I, I, if you think of it like, okay. And all these 96 Mario Kart eight tracks will also, I'll just be able to play on those day one. It'll be a very similar position to PS4, Xbox one, uh, especially Xbox. If they end up like running and looking better, like Mario Kart eight now runs in 4k, or whatever on their next system, like they're going to make a lot of money. (laughs) They're going to do all right. And Nintendo's already doing all right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's that, that would make a lot of sense to me if they like, just keep these major, these games that like they could just keep making consistent stuff for just Mm -hmm. these kind of their, their platforms are these service games that can just live on. And not have to be yeah. like, you know, here's here's Mario Kart 9 or Mario Kart 10 or Mario Kart or Super Smash Brothers Brawl Ultimate or mm-hmm. Battle Battle Max. You know, like they, they don't need to keep at, like, you know, making these massive iterations because like, you know, like, you know, there, there is a lot of question. You know, we, we talked about a lot during Smash Ultimate. And I think we're going to feel a lot the same way once this Mario Kart DLC is done is like, what do they even do with these? Like now, like they can't like, they've kind of made like arguably the best versions of these games they could make. And Mm -hmm. like, unless they like dramatically change them, but like why, like they don't need to dramatically change them. They could just keep improving on like what they already have. And they don't even need to improve that much. They just need to make more of it. It poises that Mario Kart nine game way better to be the crossover Mario Kart because then it's it is like 
Okay, you want Mario Kart, like the definitive Mario Kart experience? It's Mario Kart 8 and all of the Mario Kart tracks that have ever existed. And then new Mario Kart is like we have other characters and it's more an emphasis on here's F-Zero course and like here's the Animal Crossing course and here's the Star Fox course and here's like the Zelda course, like series of courses. And they can lean into courses that are built around other franchises in a Mario Kart way. Like it makes that make more sense because then you have Mario Kart ass Mario Kart and then like this fresher Nintendo Kart racer. Yeah. Uh, sure, sure. I, I think I think I would I would want the I would hope from that is like they do a little bit more than just that in terms of like if it's if it's just like I'm playing a nice feeling kart racing game, but now I'm just I'm just like Samus in a cart, like that that's mm-hmm. cool to a to a level, but I think like I would like to see them try and like do more mechanically interesting things like that like make it make make a success spiritual successor to like diddy kong racing or like oh my god yes or like the team sonic like uh, like like the sonic transformed where like you're you're not not only taking the characters from the games and making these stages iconic stages from these games but like implementing things where it's like samus has a fucking flying car or like a like a ship other characters that's they could pull could have like flying versions of their things. Like I think that's I, I like I would love something like that for sure. I think they could do that. Like if if it's an F Zero course set, it's like you're in an F Zero cart style and it's way fucking faster. Like you gotta sure. and like the course courses have stuff like Big Blue in uh Mario Kart eight where you have like those charge paths and stuff like that that are from F Zero. Yeah. And then the Star Fox mm-hmm. courses are all flying courses where you you are flying and you're getting like different power-ups and stuff like i think they could totally do something like that in that same thing and that's that's what i would hope for it's like if they do the the titular smash brothers cart i would hope they would do more than just be like hey it's a it looks it still kind of just looks like like graphically fidelity of like mario kart 8 but now it's just like mario and like some some zelda characters like driving through it through a track and some carts like i think like that's that's like fun to an extent but it's like you can you know again you can make that argument of like they could they could they could still just kind of do that in mario kart 8 as it is right now and just like mm-hmm. you know still just have like put the put a like mario kart deluxe full package on the whatever the new console is and then just that be the new things they add to it if they only if they only do that thing yeah um but but so i hope so i hope that, like if they if they do do that breakaway they do more stuff like and that, that 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 similar idea for me personally is the same with like something like smash like if they didn't do like they didn't just port over smash ultimate and just kind of add more characters or like you know maybe maybe take characters that are in the game now and then like update them into newer playing versions of the characters uh over time through dlc or something like i would want them to be like i want that that game to look and feel like dramatically different from a smash thing we've ever played before yeah the four player mm-hmm. brawler percentage based smash game has like seen its peak for sure yeah. in a similar way to mario kart 8 being the kart racing grind to build up speed game like i, yeah. I just Arcade i don't know what racer. else to do like, like if they made a mario kart 9 now with these tracks it would just be mario kart 8 again yeah, and so exactly. it is just it is a cheaper for the consumer better option i know like in a weird way like this is like the cheapest thing nintendo has ever done but you know if it was like 
we're adding eight new tracks. I think there would be room to be like upset, <laughs> but like, it's like, why now? Eight tracks. It's 48 tracks. It's so Doubling many. the amount of tracks that are literally. So many. And like literally mm-hmm. put basically like putting entire other Mario Kart games in this with that, that, that amount of tracks, like basically means well, like, I, I never want to touch Mario Kart on DS in my life. Yes. I would, after, I would rather this, die. After this, after yeah. this point, it's like I don't feel like I need to ever go back and play some of those older Mario Kart games because now, yeah. like more or less, like we'll probably have like an entire, <laughs> like I feel like it's like by the time this is over, they will probably be one of those entire Mario Kart older Mario Kart games just in this game. Like all the yeah. N sixty four tracks might just be in this game by the end of this DLC, or all of yeah. the all of the the SNES Mario Kart Super Circuit tracks will be in this game because it's just like because it's so many new tracks they're freaking adding yeah like that the snes uh rainbow road is in mario kart 8 and it is yeah. like a wholly new experience yes. to see it in that game I, it's the Absolutely. same track it's got the thwomps and whatnot yeah. but it is just it feels wholly new and fresh and fun yeah and knowing that every mario kart track gets that treatment like mm-hmm. I, there's so many double dash tracks that i'm not thinking of. i i think there's like a another city based one yeah, I know it's, time, it's the, the, the one at night. Yeah, it's like a, yes, it's like a yeah. weird like maze. Like it's almost like the Yoshi track almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I know I, 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 I the ones I keep thinking of are just Mario Kart tracks, like the the pipe one where you get to choose the the different paths and stuff. Like yeah, uh, but yeah, I just like it's so that's so cool. It's so unexpected. It's weird. It is super weird. It's like the most Nintendo <laughs> announcement yes, ever. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it is like as someone who just loves Mario Kart 8, it is really exciting. It's, it's very yeah. it's very exciting. And I, do, I like you said I do hope there's maybe like some other small things like, like why not just throw in an extra character? Yeah. I think that will happen too. Like not? battle mode maps might also get added in yeah, this like throw like, throw like Nabbit, Nabbit from those weird Mario Kart games on, on Is Diddy Kong? Yeah. Is Diddy Kong in there? I think, I think, I think no. he's Oh no, he's, no. Not, he's not in there. I it's thought he was. Get, get Diddy in there. Yeah, get Diddy Kong in there. Um, before we get Diddy, we need Funky Kong. Funky Kong. Sure. Get Funky let's Kong in there. Let's Why set the not? record straight. Maybe he just rides around on a surfboard. I don't care. Yeah, word. That's rad as fuck. <laughs> actually, mode. that is rad as fuck. That's funky mode. Funky mode. There it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I. This is great. Um, yeah, I can't wait. It, it makes me think, like, but what if they just announced the Smash Three DLC, like a third Smash Pass? <laughs> yeah, like, like something's impossible. Nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah, just kidding. I, We're doing it again. Yeah, I won't. I won't go that nuts. But like, yeah, I, I think stuff like, like updates to Mario Three D World, or you know, Splatoon obviously is getting yeah, a, a third game, but like updates to. I really think like we're for sure now going to get Mario Party superstars dlc like that'd be, that'd be awesome the sure. framework of that game is already built for it just like 30 bucks six new uh boards like yeah, and 100 new mini games and it's like yep. cool fuck yeah yep, let's go yeah. back yeah for sure i'd be i'd be super stoked if they just did that too we should play that again also because i've should, only played should. it once yeah we yeah, should, yeah <laughs> i I, I, th- I thought about bringing it up too but we but uh, you know, non. We got a lot. We got a lot of Destiny yeah, going on right yeah, now. There, yeah, there's a lot of a uh, current uh, multiplayer game going on uh, yeah. very soon here. Uh, but we won't get into Destiny here. Sabathun, 
Seven. <laughs> but that's that's <laughs> that's that's, that's yeah, that's largely the uh the direct that we got. Overall I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I definitely it was a think weird one. It was a weird one. It was a lot of so wild. A lot of neat, a lot of specific oh, I guess like the last big thing they announced. Xeno so, three, yes. We Xenoblade, should mention Xenoblade Chronicles. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. three, they did announce it. It was kinda it was kind of rumored, I think like sort of leaked, speculated Been rumored for so long. <laughs> that it was that it was the, coming and then the, they, um, they the composer like it. Com, com commented on a Facebook thing saying like, "Yeah, I just wrapped up the the score on my next game. It's the sequel to <laughs> it's like, uh, the franchise I've been working on." And it's like, "Oh, okay, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I'm curious about this game. Like, I was thinking while I was watching it because I got the vibe. I'm like, "Yeah, they're probably gonna do Xenoblade 3. I feel like that's just it's a very JRPG heavy direct. It feels like a, a, yeah. a good place for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was like hoping they would show combat and that maybe they were like trying something different with the combat just cause like yeah. Final Fantasy seven remakes come out and like, like a lot mm-hmm. of action games have shown that you can have cool tactical JRPG combat in an action framework. Yeah. Uh, and I was kind of hoping that might be the case for Xenoblade three. We didn't see any combat in that trailer. Yeah, it's all just really. anime. Yeah, it's um, very much like every 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 other time I've seen like a, a Xenoblade uh, trailer. It's just been like, yeah, animes, bit like uh, yeah, like JRPG characters slowly running, running in a, in a, like a big open field that looks yeah. There's like a, really a nice. battle happening. Yeah, it looks really, like it looks really nice, and you're just like, whoa, that's a cool looking area. But it's just like the same like yeah, it looks visual beautiful. style, and then you just hear like. In the most intense fucking British I have accents. to do it in my voice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what oh, the we're fuck getting is this into game? this battle. Why did you yeah. take their side, mate? There's a girl with is... a scythe and cat ears, though, so I'm like kind of interested. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like I, the Xenoblade fans are, are stoked. I yeah. found out, like, um, because I guess the proportion the characters are a little bit more normally proportioned in this game. I found out a lot of Xenoblade fans hate the character designs for Xenoblade Two, and I don't know why. But yeah, because well, they're like it's very horny. Yes, it's I very get, horny. Um, um, all the yeah, all the weapon ladies are like very disproportionate. Horny. Yes, yeah. very horny character design. I do have a question. Yeah. Who's buying all these Xenoblade games? It's a huge franchise. Yeah, really, because I don't like see them chart ever. They definitely chart. I think like keep in mind like Xenoblade Chronicles Two, which was like the best selling of them, sold like four point three million. I think somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, Um, and that's like you know not to not to not to slam on another niche franchise, but that's more than Metroid Dread sold at this point. So yeah. which is That's a bummer. Well. Please keep buying Metroid. <laughs> yeah, I know it's buying. it is by now the best selling Metroid, but yeah. everyone should play that game, not just three point six million people. Yes, I'll uh, play it when Rookie Mode comes out. I think it's out already. I think that free update was. Yeah, I think that that went live that, that time. I, that was cool. I, I didn't expect them, and they're adding a boss rush mode to it, which yeah, that's like I don't care about dread mode, but um. Because I, I I don't like gimmick difficulties. I I, I really think they're stupid Same. for me. But I but like you know that game is for like the speedrunners. Like that that, that, is, yeah. that game is such a love letter to like speedrunners and like hardcore Metroid speedrunners. Um, so I I know that they're gonna love it. I saw somebody uh, one of the speedrunners who beat it like beat Dread Mode uh, last night uh, in four hours <laughs> and stuff. And he had ninety six deaths. <laughs> it was like oh nice. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm like going back to just a minor tangent. Like, honestly, a task run of that fucking dread mode would be legit as fuck. Yeah, that'd yeah, be, that'd be cool to be. see one day. One so, day, one day that might get there. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, Xenoblade. I I think it's yeah. I think it's definitely one of those like, it's it's not it's not in our realm of like video games that we play, but it's like there's like a small sect that are just like really into it and like really like. It. And I think that's like that a lot. Uh, how a lot of JRPG games work, where like yeah. they just they have kind of where Tales their, was. They have for their crowd, so and their crowd is like somewhere else. And yeah. we're not necessarily always in that circle with like with like the the games we play and see normally, but that's that's I, I, that's September of this year also. That's pretty nuts. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was September, cool. It was cool that that's, September this year. That's what they that leaves that. a couple of months open for some bigger stuff. So yep. uh, we should talk about the stuff. fact that Bayonetta three and Breath of the Wild two were not we're mentioned. Not here. Yeah, they weren't here. A lot of others. A lot. There's some other rumored stuff that's been rumored for a while. Like there's been Metroid remake. Yeah, yeah the Metroid Prime uh, remake that's been rumored. Um, I was listening to uh, the day recording. This is uh, when Jeff Grubb does his uh, giant bomb uh, uh, Grub snacks, uh, and I always enjoy listening to his insight when it comes to stuff like this. And he was talking about he he brought up a good idea of like. For that Metroid Dread, um, not Metroid Dread, Metroid Prime uh, remake, kind of like when they were to show that because it is one the twentieth anniversary of Metroid Prime this year, and that mm-hmm. I believe will be in. He said it'll be in November, uh, so that would be probably an okay time to maybe drop something like that, which I would be yeah. cool with. Uh, Depending on on when and if Zelda comes out this year, yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Yeah, and uh, there's that Donkey Kong game. There's definitely a Donkey Kong game in development. It seems like there's enough heat uh, wherever yeah. that is. We it I've heard back and forth of whether it's 2D or 3D, but yeah, right. I think that will probably also come out this year at some point. Um, Be awesome. Don't know when. Yeah, Donkey Kong 128. Let's go. Donkey Kong 128. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Put put the put the Mario Odyssey hat on Donkey Kong, and then Donkey Kong becomes an animated object. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's like a monkey. It's like you just make a Goomba, but he has like donkey, big Donkey Kong monkey arms on him, and he's running around. It'd be a great time. Yeah, um, Mario and Luigi is another game franchise that we haven't heard from in a while. That I think yeah. is a 3DS yeah, franchise that could make maybe. a Switch debut. Who 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 do you think would make that though? Because that, that team is gone. That team's gone. Yeah, the Paper Mario team. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they could. They the Paper Mario team could just take over that franchise. That, that'd be cool with that. I'd um, rather them remaster or remake a thousand year door, but you know what? Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. But um, you know, but I, I would still like, yeah, new Mario and Luigi would still be cool. I would, I would like to see like a new. If if we're not getting that, a Mario a platformer this year, which we might, um, then I would say uh, like a new a remastered Paper Mario or something would be cool. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, Superstar Saga. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, that, that could be interesting. I, yeah, because I definitely, I, yeah, because I definitely think there's going to be some some stuff, some gaps this year, um, but you know, slightly pivoting uh, from the direct. One thing I think is not going to happen this year, and I'm curious about, is a new Pokemon game. Yeah, because we have gotten Pokemon Legends Arceus. It's out, and I have played a, you, lo- a you bunch can play of it. it. I've put, I've been like waiting to hear like put your thoughts. Nearly, <laughs> I've put over fifty hours into this game at this point. Nice. I, I am basically at the end. Like I got to the end, and now I'm gonna have a rant, somewhat of a opening rant with my my one big core problem with this game. As much as I actually really do like it, I I, I definitely echo some a lot of general sentiments of the game of it kind of being this kind of fresh take on Pokemon uh, Pokemon games in quite some time. 
But one thing I one thing I I have a gripe about uh, quite a bit, um, and it's something that has that is kind of lost from the earlier games I really liked is building your team, like you mm-hmm. know having the you know I, like you know in previous games I think that was a it was a much bigger aspect that I liked a lot was like the idea of like all right I'm building up my team of, of six Pokemon to battle together. Of course, you get your starter at the start. You might get like some fun Pokemon, like you know, you might get your initial Pokemon that's like kind of early on, and then as you play through, and maybe like go to different gyms, and it's like, oh, I need this to counteract this, or maybe I, this, these are the Pokemon I have on my team. Maybe the, here's here's something I can get to like you know better uh, take on this this challenge of like, oh, I have a Water type and a a Flying type, so I'm gonna have a lot of problems with an Electric type Pokemon. So now I want to like get like maybe like a Ground or whatever, you know. That aspect of the game, I feel like, is almost, like, non-existent in Pokemon Legends Arceus in a way that, like, it now has, now 50 hours into this game, and I am about to finish it, has finally hit that point where it's like, oh, battles matter, kind of matter now to the to the story progression in a way that, like, I need to have, I need to have a full team of fully leveled up Pokemon because I can't beat this battle. Because all the all of my Pokemon, I only have the whole. Um, but but yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. To circle back to kind of the whole the whole thing with Legends of Arceus, Legend Arceus. Um, they kind of have tried to flip the script on how you just like play a Pokemon game. It is not, uh, you know, turn based, or I guess it still is turn based, but it's not, you know. Wild encounters, it's like turn based, not like turn turn based. based. Exactly, it's turn based, but not turn based. Like speed stat turn based. Speed now. stat. <laughs> yeah. um, it is. <clears throat> you're not going around collecting gym badges. You're not doing wild encounters. Um, you're kind of you're sent back in time. I, I was going to bring this up. I know. You're I know sent this back is in like time. A... I it's, appreciate they kept this under wraps until the game came out, but like when I found it, the premise of this game is you are sent back in time. Yes, to, you you are you are. Is there a resolution for that? That's, I'm I'm getting to it. Like that seems like it is it is very much held to the end of the game, um, in a weird way, um, and and also kind of questionable way. Uh, but um, basically, the premise is like you were sent essentially sent back in time. Uh, to the Hisui region, which is basically Sinnoh, the the Gen Four region from Diamond and Pearl, before it became Sinnoh, like Hisui was its name before all that. Mm-hmm. And basically, you you come, you land in, and you are uh, you join this survey corps that has come to the Hisui region to basically study and learn about the the region and the Pokemon of that region and make the first Pokedex. Uh, for Pokemon that is like the in the region, like there's not been poke, there's not been a Pokedex before this, I guess. Maybe in other regions, but in this particular one, like that's what mm-hmm. they're doing. And like you, you're given Pokeballs for the first time to use Pokeballs. Human, hu- like you, know, this is still any time where like humans and Pokemon are not like best buds, and Pokemon will fucking fuck your shit up and pe- and like humans are I like I love that so much humans though, are like yes you, and humans are like scared of pokemon like you are you know you're given like there's main quest but there's also like side quest where you'll help people and sometimes they'll some a lot of it is like you know you catching you going out and catching a pokemon 
and bringing it back to them and then realizing like, oh, maybe, maybe Pokemon aren't so bad. Maybe not. Or maybe this one's fucking terrifying and maybe we shouldn't fuck with this. Like there's, it's like, it's like a mixture of like it. stuff like that, which is, is very fun. Back to the, is it back to the future two style where you brought back a Pokedex with you unintentionally and showed it to them? And they're like, <laughs> no, so not exactly. So the, okay. the, other, the, the other thing the do, the thing you do have with you is a, is a cell phone that very clearly <laughs> indicates like that like Arceus the the god oh Pokemon god. is somehow involved in you being brought back to time because the phone is like very clearly like has like the Arceus like golden and white like rings and like shape to it it's like Persona 5 where Arceus called, god god put the metaverse like, nav yes yeah. and it's like it's yeah. called like the arc phone and like the, oh the, my god. And the phone in the phone you kind of like use the phone a little like not in like core gameplay but it is a, is like a story thing that will like pop up randomly where you're like talking to a character and all of a sudden you'll just be like a phone is ringing and your phone will just like float out and just and just like start doing weird shit and it like interacts with like the all the weird like time stuff because there is like a other components to like the gameplay that i'll get into that deal with like the like the weird time aspect because diamond and pearl you know that's like the whole thing with those legendaries were they were time and space Pokemon, Palkia and Dialga, and Arceus was like the god or creator, um, as they would as they would put it. Um, but you know, um, but yeah, getting into it, like you know, again, there's no there's no gym battles, no anything like that. The whole the whole crux of the game is you trying to go out into the these open areas um, and basically research Pokemon, and you can do that in a number of ways. Um, you you can you know you are you are a third person controlling a character running through these open worlds and you know you, pokemon are just free roaming around um when you like walk when you get nearby one you can basically lock onto it um and essentially like pull up your pokedex to see a whole st stack of pokemon things um alex stepped away so maybe we should hold on till it gets back yeah um We'll be right back. With over 100 new Pokemon in Pokemon Diamond and Pokemon Pearl, they're gonna be everywhere. Ready to catch, battle, and trade. Pokemon Diamond and Pokemon Pearl. Gotta catch them all. Only for Nintendo DS. Rated E for everyone. And we're back. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus is what I was talking about. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of what I, I think I left off. I was talking about basically like the kind of the loop of the loop of the gameplay. Now is battling is way less of a mandatory thing in this game. And it's more about kind of researching the Pokemon for this Pokedex. Um, mm -hmm. And you do that um, in a number of ways. Um, and basically, basically kind of how it starts out is like, you know, you're running around the open world. You have, you know, a bunch of different items. You have Pokeballs, of course. You have like berries and other different kinds of items that you can interact with the Pokemon. No held by. items, though. Get that out Yeah, you, there's no holding held items uh, for battling or anything like that. Um, but basically you'll, you'll, you'll just be running around the world and a Pokemon will appear. They, the, all kinds of Pokemon react in different ways. Um, you know, you can have things like, you know, in the first area, you'll see, of course, lots of Bidoofs. 
and you know the produce when they usually see you they'll just kind of be like oh hey what's up and they'll just kind of you, know, you can just kind of like literally just stand next to each other and just kind of be there and just they'll just they'll just kind of be whatever uh, but then you then you have like you know some starlies or some uh, some starlies and when you get near them they'll be like oh shit and just fly the hell away if, mm-hmm. if you just kind of run up on them and then there's like like other shinks which is like a little like kind of electric cat Pokemon from Gen Four as well. And if you run up on them, they'll they'll you know get get an exclamation point, and then this like big red icon comes to screen, basically being like, "Hey, I'm gonna fuck your shit up. Don't you came in my <laughs> game in my arena? I now now I'm gonna battle. Now I want to like attack you essentially and get it get away from me." And you see, like, like this is the thing about Pokemon Snap that I I have always loved and was drawn me to those games is like. Pokemon feeling like they are habitating a space, right? Like yes. I really like that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's a lot more of that kind of stuff in this game um, that, that works. I think they, they nailed a lot of that stuff in like a lot of fun ways. Cause there's a lot, there's a lot more interactions with specific Pokemon and, um, but, but also still having a lot of that ridiculous stuff um, from early, from like uh, other various Pokemon games and like carry that over. Like, you know, uh, like we'll get into when we rank some stuff like evolutions. Like you know, they have all all of the evolutions are in this game, so they had to bring the ways that you e- e- evolve them from previous games in in ways certain forms like those previous games did, where you had to like go find this like mossy rock, rock, yeah, in, 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 a, in a part of an area on one of these big. So like on one of these big open world maps, you have to like go find this mossy rock in this one particular open world uh, big map. Well, so it's not. So I should, I should I should clarify. It's not region. It's yeah. yeah. There's it's basically like split into like five separate zones that you unlock as you progress through the game. So it's not one big open world map. You basically like go back to this central hub town, and when you want to go out on an on an excursion, you basically go to one of these zones. So it's kind of like a monster hunter if you played oh, a monster yeah. hunter. Um, you, yeah. you go to these zones. It's literally how Monster Hunter Rise works specifically. Yeah, you go to mm-hmm. the, you go to the zone, um, and then the Pokemon are around, and then you can go and catch them and do do the research from the Pokedex because like once you catch one for the first time, it's not technically like checked off in your Pokedex as like a you know usually when you catch one you'll have a little Pokeball icon next to it. So, um, it. You don't get that immediately now. You now have to update its like research level. Uh, as a part of that so that involves like catching it or defeating it in battle or defeating it with a specific move in battle like a move that's super effective or using the pokemon in battle and using a specific move like you know having this staraptor you know and you make it use air slash um a certain amount of times and that'll give you like a research rank uh to a crew and doing the different interactions in the world where like sometimes you can throw food at a pokemon like a berry or different kinds of food items to like distract it it'll go run over to the food and like you know, usually when you when you um <clears throat> when it usually eats a piece of food they have like little you'll, you'll see when you're like locked onto them they have icons over their heads like a like a almost like a stealth like action video game where it's like hey when it's like when it's like a when it's like a dark orange like they're slightly harder catch, and then when it, and if they're feed if they're eating or like distracted, it'll turn like yellow, um, and then they'll they'll be easier to catch. Or if they're like full on like asleep, or like doing specific things, it'll be like bright green, and that makes it even easier to catch. And then like it'll also dictate from like if you're throwing a pokeball at its face, or you're throwing a pokeball from behind it, like that'll also dictate like how well uh, the catch rate will be on a Pokemon as well. 
Um, that's cool. So yeah, there's a lot of there's stuff like that which is cool, and like and like sneaking up on like I was saying like some Pokemon will just run away from you. It's like you know crouching down and like getting into grass and like kind of like slowly walking up to some Pokemon like does matter. Um, so you can't just like run up on stuff. And again, like even if it's like a big Pokemon, that'll just you know run up and fight you. Like that's also uh, an important way to like you know know how you got to maneuver around the world. Um, so that, that's that stuff has all been fun. Um, I, I like a lot of that new interactions, but I think like my, uh, my, again, like, like the gripe I said before, um, some of the, doing the research stuff can feel very like busy worky. Um, cause a lot of, a lot of it is that same stuff of like, um, I, we did a, me and Quinn actually did a viewpoints video of Legend mm-hmm. where I go into this a little bit more. So if you want to check out that, uh, feel free to do so because I talk about it there too and show like some examples, but like a lot of it is, um, and some of it's, excuse me, some of it's also like my, my brain, uh, like they're just kinds of video games, uh, that trigger that like completionist aspect in a video game for me. Pokemon is absolutely that Pokemon is a franchise that probably started this for me. And mm-hmm. So like, so like as soon as I was introduced to that research mode of like, I caught a Pokemon and then I brought the Pokedex and then it gave me this list of things I needed to do to check off to like get the, the uh, do these things to get the check mark. And then that gives you the actual check mark to like them complete the Pokedex entry. As soon as I saw it, it's like, well, I'm going to do this for every fucking Pokemon that's in this game. Cause that's just how I want to do it. Um, and that is like, I just, I need to play it that way. Cause, and I need to be like mid maxing, like the, the way I'm playing the game to try and check these, these marks so I can get the progress that I want. Um, <clears throat> and so like that stuff just has, has, has been a lot. So I think I, I'm at 50 hours because I've been doing a lot of that, that, and it's probably not completely necessary if you just want to kind of mainline the game. Like I think you don't. I've, I've heard the post game does require a lot of completion that's, and that's, stuff, and that's that's kind of why I think I'm I'm hitting that a little bit of that mark um, in the in this in this very end moment of the game where I feel like I'm literally like two battles away from getting to like the like the, the credits more or less, um, and I think that I've hit that point because. Like uh, up until that point, the game does not really ask a lot of you from that stuff. Like you can just kind of like catch Pokemon as you choose, as lo- and as long as you're at least like you know checking a handful of those boxes, you could probably get to all the different zones and kind of get to this point. But because the way I've been playing, where like I've I ca- I keep like two main Pokemon, which is my my one starter, and just like a uh, I've got a Chimchar very early on. So now I have two, I have those two as level 60 Pokemon and the, literally the rest four of my Pokemon for the whole game have just been swapped in and out because I've been doing the, the various little research tasks to research, upgrade that rank. So now I'm like hitting battles where I'm fighting actually like the, like having high level Pokemon and like a team of Pokemon actually do matter. But now it's like 50 hours later and I now have to like probably stop because I can't even beat this battle just with these two Pokemon because they have like four or five level 60 Pokemon compared to my two. So now I have to probably stop and actually go pick out some Pokemon and, and level them up more, uh, which which will be a, a little sucky. But at the same time, I can still kind of do that research stuff at the same time. So I feel like I'm just going to probably be doing that for for a while to hopefully finally beat the game and i think like Mm. that's kind of my takeaway is like i i there's so much they do 
in terms of like building a feel a like new feeling world of and like a, a living world with Pokemon in this game they do so much of it right but then I think it, it, it does get bogged down with kind of this rep- repetitive kind of research t- check check mark boxing and also like kind of not incentivizing me more to like use a team of Pokemon like I would in a traditional game where like it kind of mattered when I when I had to go battle a gym and get ready to go take on this gym uh, with a team of Pokemon that I felt like I was, you know, and in, in doing that then gave me this connection with my team of Pokemon. But now that like does not, does not feel as impactful as it did where now it just feels like a lot of these Pokemon I'm catching are just to like check this box in this kind of open world style of a video game. Um, and some of that is just my own brain because I just I just that's it, it it's triggering my my whatever it is in my brain to like want to do that and play it that way like I just numbers go up go big go yeah, good and like yeah, I just I, I just yeah so so some of these things are definitely like qualms that I think other people can like uh, not not get uh involved with but um yeah I I am still really enjoying it a lot um I. I I definitely, I will, you know, con- considering I, in this, in this little break period from our last episode, I played more, you know, of that remake of Diamond and Pearl. And I, and I've said it even that, I also like, that's my favorite, probably like my second favorite generation behind gold and silver. And I probably didn't even get past the third gym. And that just kind of, I think that can, says a lot, you know, when it's like, it's just, you know, that I, I love Pokemon games, but I've definitely hit a point where like, I do need a little bit more uh, from them than just like this very faithful remake. That is just that exact game. I've already played hundreds of hours in. So getting, getting this was like, it was, um, I ended up liking it even more than I thought I would um, even with the issues I had with it. But I'm also kind of also at that point of like, what the hell does this mean for the future of this franchise? Um, mm. Cause I don't know. I don't think they could just do a Legends 2. Um, but I also don't know how much of this, how much they can intertwine that that core Pokemon game with this game. Like, I feel like, you know, I feel like there is a, there is like a, a mixture game where they could still have the more tradition, like sort of traditional trajectory of like you going to towns and taking on gyms and having your rival and having this battle with like whatever team, you know, the, the standards and kind of a Pokemon game, but then maybe also sprinkling in the more open world aspects of like having more Pokemon out in the world to interact act with, have these much larger environments to explore and go around. Um, having, you know, having that, how, how to like mix that stuff. I'm, that's definitely a big task uh, yeah, f- like, for them to tackle that, that I'm very curious. So like if that is the direction they're going to go. Yeah. Seeing this game, like I, I, I like a lot of this game. I, I haven't bought it yet. One, cause I just wanted to hear what you thought first. And, mm-hmm. and two, just like, <laughs> I'm not trying to spend a lot of money right now. And yeah, I just, fair. I got destiny and horizon and a lot of other stuff happening. So yeah. I, I've been waiting. It, this is something I might come back to though. I like, I think, if I were to like look at this and look at regular Pokemon, I, I just like the, I like this as an idea of like how you play Pokemon, like how you catch your Pokemon and interact with them. And, and like they're out there and they're cool and they're doing their own thing. And it makes them feel like characters and stuff. Like, yeah, 
I think mm -hmm. what I would do would be like interject like that non linearity to it. Like, you know, you start at the beginning, everyone starts at the same spot, but like they can kind of go in any direction and like it all fun. It's all going to funnel back to the elite four, but everyone's like Pokemon journey can then be a little different. Like, right. Oh, I chose the fire starter. So I'm going to like head to the icy region first and, see what I can do there. And then from there, maybe move on to like a grassy region or so like, you know, like that idea yeah. that you can kind of move across this big space in any direction you want. You just have to kind of hit it, touch every base before you can then push to the elite four. Just cause like, I like the idea of not everyone's Pokemon experience being the same thing. Like yeah. I think that's a big thing with, like Sword and Shield and, and just other more traditional Pokemon games of like, you get your three starters and that's cool and that can kind of start the, the tone of the game very differently. But then, like, I do see a lot of people just kind of end up with the same Pokemon. Like, the right, like, yeah. <laughs> Diamond and Pearl is like a great example because it's like everybody's just got a Weasel on their team, you know? Like, yeah. It's, it's just an early. Start yeah, cool you need ass Pokemon, but like yeah, you're cool kind of Pokemon, Pokemon, but you need a flying type, a water type. Those are the yeah. ones you get early. You invest in them mm -hmm. early, and then why would you change? You know, like why would you switch up later? Um, so the idea that you could get very different Pokemon early on or at any point in the game and and build a team kind of in a different order, I think would be like a really great direction. I'd like them to see and like. I know this game has a has issues that people love to complain about, like how it looks and stuff, like. But I, yeah. I, and it's valid. I, I, I think like, especially like compared to other game, like look at that Xenoblade Chronicles three trailer. And it's like, man, that game still looks pretty beautiful. Yeah, um, for sure. I think like I'm, I am stoked that Game Freak tried something different. You know, yeah, this is them. This isn't like, you know, the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon team doing this, right? Like yeah, this, this, this Game is Freak the core team. Uh, and I know it's easy to be down on it and it's easy to look at it as like, well, they don't need to try cause it's going to sell well. And it will, I'm sure yeah, Pokemon legends. I've, I've, I'm pretty yeah. sure I saw the other, I saw the other day they already said it's like over 6 million. <laughs> yeah. It's and it's been out month. for like two and a half weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I know there's that frustration of like, fuck game freak. They're so lazy. Like they're not going to try because they don't have to, right. but I do like as much as this game has a lot of not try hard things in it. I do think this is them like listening and trying something different. Yeah. And I, it, it makes me at the very least hopeful for whatever comes next. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much where I'm at too. Of like, I, 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 I like a lot of the ideas in this game. It's, it's not a perfect game, but it makes me very interested to see more excited than I've been in a long time to see like where the franchise is going to mm -hmm. go. Cause they, cause they, they did, they have, they did do a lot of different things in this game. Never, never what I thought I would be, uh, you know, get in the, get in a backpack on a weird Hisuian version of an evolution, a Hisuian evolution of Sneasel called Sneasler. Great name. Yeah. Um, it, one of like you know they they had to introduce like you know the aspects again again this game got compared a lot to Breath of the Wild uh, is it yeah. you know spoilers is it Breath of the Wild Pokemon kind of but not really um, yeah but they 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 try they clearly tried to imitate some of the like freedom of movement around the world and they did that by like giving you like Pokemon you can ride around on or get things 
And Sneasler's thing is literally you get put into this weird wooden backpack on the back of it. And you can literally see like these like weird eyes and like a shadowy figure that I guess is supposed to be you on in its backpack. It looks really ridiculous. And it, and it can just climb up walls. You can just freely climb with it. And, you know, and so they gave you those like movement options. And then the last one you get is like a, a braviary, which literally is just like you know, the bra- you, you pull out the braviary. It just flies up in the air. And you can just fly over this whole region, you know, and just move around nice. freely. And it's cool. And that's cool um, that they add that. But like, but yeah, it's it's a lot of ideas like that are just like, how would this, you know, how, how would they able to be, I can see how some of this stuff can carry over into a new game, but I don't think everything can carry over into a new game. And I think they do need some of that, that I, that, that stuff of like, you need to have that, that core thing of like, you know, you build your team, you need to, you need yeah. to go carry, you need to go catch Pokemon. And, you know, you obviously catch your Pokemon, like, you know, you need, I, I want that, like, you need to make your team and to take on this, take on these other things. I think, I think the stuff that's in this game would make a really, like, in the future would make a fun, like, side thing to do in a, in a, in a, poke in a main Pokemon game where you are going to do battles and are like, the, like the gym kind of league or like some kind of trainer battle league or whatever, where like, if you could on the side, to like get different things for you know training or leveling up Pokemon, you like take on these research tasks to like go interact with Pokemon out in the wild, but then that feeds back into this core you know RPG upgrading and going out to you know fight at gym battles or something like. I think mm-hmm. if they find a way to mix and match that stuff, that would be a pretty awesome freaking game because that's the thing. Like there is a lot of stuff that isn't in. Um, core pokemon like you can't go online battle in this game for instance you can trade you can trade uh with other people but there's like no real online battling there's like pokemon don't have like the like basic like the kind of like uh what are they like the the behaviors like the core traits where it'll be like oh this pokemon yeah yeah yeah, where like they get a low enough health they do more damage with this type of move like they don't have any of that stuff at all and um they they definitely like kind of simplified a little of the battle the battling stuff again there's like no trainers i mean actually at the point of that now there is like a little bit of that where like there's this like this group you meet and then now they they kind of remind me of the stupid ninjas that would randomly appear in breath of the wild where they just start teleporting at random points and you have to fight them but now, clan. Yeah, yeah now there's like these like three ninja ladies that will just like, you know, when you're running around the world, you'll just see one like standing up on a cliff. And if you get near close enough to them, they'll, they'll just go like, Hey, let's battle. And then you'll just have to battle them. Um, that's that, fun. That's like towards the very end of the game. But other than that, like the battling is just part of the main story. Like, or if you're like battling a wild Pokemon, like you can pretty much ignore battling for like a vast majority of this game. Where, like if you, mm-hmm. if you see a Pokemon like pissed off at you, and like once it gets this gets off gets and it's also I should have mentioned when it gets in that pissed off state you can't just like throw a ball at it and stop the fight like it'll just keep attacking you until you either start a fight and have to fight it and defeat it or get into a battle and then weaken it and then catch it or you can just like run the f away and just be like up a out and just run away those are kind of your your options when they start attacking and stuff um but yeah uh overall i i've had a i've enjoyed it quite a bit um but it's been would you recommend it yeah yeah for sure i would, I'd definitely recommend it um it's it, it is it is pretty fun um it's a, it's a it's it's a refreshing it is generally a refreshing experience for pokemon if you're somebody who like 
still likes Pokemon and the franchise a lot, but necessarily like maybe maybe is a little at the moment fatigued by like going and just running that kind of linear loop to go just go fight at a gym, go do this next thing, go here, go here. Like you like in, you did in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Like this this feels this feels nice to like not have those restraints even though there is still like a little bit of like, you know, grindiness to it in terms of like, you know, you got, you got to go research Pokemon. You got to go run out there and find them. You got to catch them a bunch. You got to, you got to, you know, do, do different things in battle with them. And there is a little bit of like grindiness to that, um, in order to progress through the new, the environments. Cause that's kind of like your, that kind of what, what is what gates you to getting to the next areas, but also kind of like, it's also tied behind the main story which a lot of it is, is not crazy. Granted, like Pokemon's never been like a big story thing. Kind of the main thing is like you are helping Except for black and white. Yeah. Good story. <laughs> those games. Um, kind of, kind of one main thing also, which was really weird is there's like boss battles in this game. <laughs> um, cause basically as you go to these environments, you're helping these, like, you know, they're already clans. Like there's like the diamond and the pearl clan are already in these environments. And they're these like uh I forget the I forget the term. Alpha Pokemon, from. right? There's Alpha Pokemon. That is another thing I can mention. The, yeah, there's like the special there's the ones. No, there's right? no. They're called Noble Pokemon, and like noble. these are generally like the new regional v- variants of Pokemon. The first one, which I didn't even realize is a regional variant, is called Cleavor. Yeah, um, the, and, the Caesar one, right? Yeah, and he's like he's like a new evolution for Scyther, which I didn't even realize when I until I played the game and got to that point. I was like, oh, okay, I didn't even. That's the one they keep showing all the trailers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it has like the two big axe arms. So when you first when you first interact with it, it is literally like you get put into like a, a, a big circular arena with a big tree in the center, and the cleavor is literally just like you know charging up and doing like you know, a very old ass video game style boss battle where like it charges, it, it runs and charges at you, and it, you have to line it up so it runs into the tree and then it gets stunned, and then when it's stunned, you can actually pull your Pokemon out and then like initiate a battle and do damage and then like kind of do a Pokemon battle, take its health out and that stuns it. And then you have these like little like pat bombs is what they call them. But they're just like these little, like, you know, little pouches and you're literally throwing these pouches endlessly at this Pokemon to whittle itself down. Like the pester balls from Pokemon snap. Yeah. And it's just like a repeat of that. And then there's like, there's like a bunch of different, like each region has its own noble Pokemon. Uh, we fight one of those in the viewpoints, uh, that being Quinn did as well. Yeah. Like the one that's cool, after cool. that, um, which was which was a little bit different, and then I've done all of the other ones. Um, I say like this. I'll, I'll spoil one, which was my favorite, um, which was um, Hisui and Arcanine, which is the which is um, you go to this little volcano island and you fight this Arcanine, and it's pretty cool because it's like it's like you're you're like on this like kind of like four pronged like little island surrounded by lava, and it's like jumping around and you, on these four areas. And like rushing at you and leaving like fires, so you have to like kind of roll around and dodge out of those ways. And it's a little bit more intense than the other ones because it is like a smaller arena compared to the other ones you're in, which which I thought was kind of neat. But they also feel very much like if you played a video game in the last like ten years, you've you've played a boss battle like this in a video game at the same time. Sure. Um, so if you, if you, it's fun for this game, but I don't think you need to have boss battles like this in a pokemon game you can just have this other thing like you mentioned they have these alpha pokemon which are literally literally all it is is these pokemon are just like double the the, the size of a, a normal version of the pokemon and these can just you can just find these out in the world 
there's some that spawn specifically in places guaranteed, but some are also just like randomly, like it'll take a place of like a random Pokemon that could appear out in the world. Like, That's cool. The, the first one you'll probably see is always the most terrifying one. And I've seen a lot. Of, I've definitely seen a lot of uh, Twitter clips and clips on various social media of this alpha Rapidash that you find in the first zone. And it's like literally kind of like, cause it's literally like you walk out of the main area and if you just like walk down the left path, like kind of like walk to the left and kind of go down this hill, it's kind of just already there, like almost immediately. And it's level 40. So you just like immediately see this big ass Rapidash that's like huge and has glowing, awesome. glowing red eyes. And you're just like, oh, Jesus. Um, and there, there's a bunch of those around the environment. And that they become cool too, because like as you level up and then can go fight them, they will drop like, um, like the 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 XP experience candies that they introduced in Sword and Shield, where you can like just give them to your Pokemon and quickly level them up, which is nice. Um, but yeah, Pokemon Legends Arceus, um, it was it's fun, uh, definitely definitely uh, an enjoyable experience uh, for me, and I definitely recommend it uh, for people who are like somewhat curious about Pokemon games because even with its minor issues, I think it's still a lot of fun. And different, and just kind of a, a little bit of a uh, fresh, fresh take on a Pokemon experience. What are your uh, just last thing, and then we'll we'll start ranking some Pokemon here. What are your? Uh, how do you feel about how it looks? Uh, I, I I will admittedly say I think I've hit the echelon of like I don't think they could release another Pokemon game that looks this this not, bad, this not visually great. Um, I think there are parts of it that I think like the Pokemon models themselves and the like human character models all look pretty nice. And like the little hub village you are in, actually, I think like there's like some of the areas of that look totally fine, I think. But it's once you kind of go into, I think a lot of it is like when you're out in the open world and you, you, you have those moments where it's like, oh, cool, I'm going to get up this hill and any open world game, and I'm going to look over this cool vista, and you walk up there and you go, oh, oh, oh and it's like, <laughs> is that water over there? Or is that like that, that, that little, or is that a piece of glass? That piece of glass, <laughs> like that little, that little crevice over there looks kind of like a butthole. I don't even know what this is. Like it's, it, it kind of, you kind of lose, it's, it doesn't make it unplayable by any means. That's like, I don't, I would never, I wouldn't go it's that far, working. but it, yes, yeah. it is, it kind of, kills some of that wonder of like i'm exploring this new world and there's pokemon everywhere and it's cool and then oh don't look over there that looks rough Ooh, you, know, <laughs> like, you know it's a little you know sometimes at the end the frame rate's like that not terrible but like definitely i've definitely hit parts where like it can hitch up a little bit uh when you're running around and a lot of stuff is happening um but yeah it's it's i think it's still worth checking out and as, as a longtime fan of the series it makes me excited to see them trying new stuff like you said and what they what the what where what that means for the subsequent games i don't think we'll see that this year i think if any maybe we maybe we were, we'll get lucky and see whatever that is next year in 2020 mm. and our 2020 uh 20 end of 2023 or even 2024 but you know who knows yeah um but yeah. i i still feel like we'll get a let's go yeah, well, yeah, well, probably yeah. before the next one. So yeah, we'll probably get yeah some kind of remake or uh, another different style of Pokemon game before that for sure. Uh, but let's do it. Let's wrap up here with some ranking, as as is tradition when we put on your out, lab coats, gentlemen. Um, check out a Pokemon game. I'm gonna put on my lab coat. And I'm gonna ask that I go first because I have a prop. Okay. You have a prop. Okay. Yeah, he has. A, a he prop. has a prop. He did. He did mention that. <clears throat> okay. 
to us. So, so, you can go first, Quinn. <laughs> go ahead and go first. I hope. Yeah, I was gonna say this might be unfortunate because it's, it's your camera's not been the greatest on this uh, video. <laughs> but yeah, but we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see what we can do here. Or, you know, go go for it with your prop. Okay, so the first one we're gonna do. Let me copy this and open the Discord chat. It is going to be um, Sylveon. Mm. This is. I I have to open with this because. Obviously, I think Sylveon is the best evolution. And okay. They're adorable. Words. I think it's the best next to like Leafeon and Glaceon. So, okay. Really. I can, you know, I like those ones. I'll yeah. say. I do. I, Sylveon's the one I've messed with the least as far as playing the games. Mm hmm. Yeah. Same, but I just love how fucking adorable this thing Yeah, the bow is a nice touch. It's like the cutest fucking evolution. It really is. I mean, it's a fairy type. It's like that's kind of like fairy types whole thing yeah. were adorable, except no. for Mister Mime. If, but yeah, yeah. But no, that's it. It's Sylveon. It's Sylveon. It's cute. Yeah. It's cute. I mean, yeah, it's I cute. What's what's? Oh, you pulling up the 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 rankings there? I'm Alex? pulling up the number. Okay, God, I'm gonna turn off my camera now. But yes, this is my prop. Is a fucking stuffed Sylveon. <laughs> Number seven hundred, even I like it. Oh wow! Um, what would you What would you give Sylveon? A ten. Wow! Just ten, starting, um, starting with a big one, huh? Yeah. I also just before you give your your um, your rankings, I would like to lead the the, the next entry from Arceus. It okay. emits a soothing aura from its ribbon shaped organs. It wraps those appendages, these appendages, Wait. around corollars to instantly restore calm to their situation. It, did it just say the ribbons are organs? Yes. Okay. So right. I think. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it calms people down. It stops fighting. Um. I'm I'm just reading I'm reading uh, some biology reports. <laughs> yeah. There are two bows on its body, one at the base of its left ear and one in its neck. Each bow is pale cream pink, centers of the tail's pair of ribbon like feelers. The feelers are a pale cream with light blue tips. Uh before the tip of each feeler is a pink and then a dark blue stripe. I really don't like referring to its ribbon things as feelers. Yeah, feelers or <laughs> organs. I was not prepared for that. Uh, yes, yeah, Sil Sylveon's ribbon-like feelers just... emit soothing aura that e mm -hmm. erases any sense of hostility, enabling it to this stop. Is, this just turned into Sylveon was like for like the cute like gamer girl uh, f feel to like the creepy sicko horny fuckers. <laughs> Who are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want yeah, the Sylveon to touch me with its feet, with its ribbon feelers, its ribbon organs on my body. Yeah, that no, is, thanks. uh, I mean, I like it because it's like, yo, stop fighting. I, yeah, it is a sweet so, sentiment. It's just the execution. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I'm kind of, no, we're talking about, I, I'm kind of coming around on it. Uh, what do you what do you want to give it, Mike? I'm giving it a six. All right. Wow. I uh, I be, like Sylveon. And I'll say I'll say it was going to be a six even before we learned about the organ part. <laughs> the organs. Uh, uh, I like Sylveon. I'll give it an eight. That's uh, it's cute. I do think it is very cute. Mm -hmm. 
Um, which brings us to a... That's I probably fucked that up because I hit divide early. Um, you can tell me your next Pokemon while I figure this out. Uh, Mike, you can go next. I can go next. Um, so I'm... Uh, let me see. I don't know if I can do this. It's an eight. Because I was, was going to share this, but I think it might... Uh, mess up the recording in our discord chat because yeah, yeah for you it would probably break it so i don't know if i can share the the link here with you so i'm just gonna i'll just i'll just describe it um and uh pull up the pull up the the pokedex uh it is a new hisuian pokemon i'm gonna mainly do try and do the new hisuian forms uh since i've been playing legends um my first one uh which uh, was one I actually liked. Uh, it grew on me as I as I saw it more in game. Is Ursa Luna, and it is a evolution of Ursaring uh, that is in this game. Uh, that is that is cool. He's literally like a. You kind of go from the the Ursa the traditional Ursaring. He was like a standing up bear with literally the big ring on his back to Ursa Luna, who's like kind of hunched over and has like a big back with fur. But my favorite thing about it is literally on his head. His forehead is a big, he has a moon uh, circle with like little, and his eyebrows are the clouds for the moon. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, a good, good, fun, little, good, fun design um, that I that I like. Uh, I it, it kind of saw it, I remember seeing it, um, I immediately saw it before they, re- they um, released the game and like some of the, the leaks that the game had. And went like, whoa, that's a little weird. But then once I got into the game and uh, started started uh, seeing him more, and I like, and I know, and I realized like the little moon design on his head, I I, I definitely liked him a lot. Um, and he's also yeah, he used an item during a full moon, which yes, is also to, cool. and to involve the Ursa Ring into Ursaluna, you have to get an item that's in the zone where you first meet in Ursalunas. Uh, or Ursa rings and all of that are like in the area mm-hmm. and you and you have to uh give him that item item under a full moon which is pretty fun um pretty metal i like it pretty metal mm-hmm. he is also one of the pokemon you get uh that you can ride on um and in, in oh, yeah. uh, legends arceus i think i just i get him right at the end of our viewpoints uh mm-hmm. but he's fun because you once you get on him he kind of he he's like the one he's like a Pokemon that you when you're riding around on he gets like little waves in front of him to dictate where like items hidden and you can dig up in the ground uh, with so you can like ride around on him and as you you get closer to items he'll like sniff them out and start moving much faster and like kind of running in that like direction which is kind of neat um, but yeah it's just like it's like a fun little spin on uh, like a, a Gen two Pokemon that we haven't seen in a while just mm-hmm. now here in legends Arceus. And I thought that was just like a fun way to kind of bring this Pokemon into this. Um, and it's just like a fun, different design to, that, that I just uh, really liked. So it's not enough uh, quadrupedal Pokemon. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Outside of like the deer type Pokemon. And <laughs> yeah. Shit, like, yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, so I'm, I, I'll give Ursa Luna um, an eight. Nice. I'm also feeling an eight. I like this guy. He's a yeah. big boy too. Big boy. Yep. Yeah, because I was gonna want to read his uh, weight. He's uh six hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, yeah. big big, boy. Bear, big bear boy. And I'll definitely give him an eight as well. 
I like it. I, I was thinking seven five, but you know what? I'll round up to eight. Keep it a nice even eight. Like it. That makes the score a total of eight as well. Beautiful. Um, for me, I wanted to bring one Hisui in at least. Uh, and you actually mentioned it earlier, so I'm glad it came up. Uh, which is the Hisuian Arcanine. Yeah. I was looking at the Pokemon earlier, and I thought this guy looked pretty badass. Yeah, he's uh-huh. he, he is very he's very badass, and uh, he's it was definitely my favorite uh, introduction in because he's like a part of that little story, like the, one of the noble Pokemon storylines, uh, which is which is which like the, the like, kind of the one I liked immediately out of all the other ones because it's the whole story is like you meet like kind of the the person who's like overseeing the area you're in and they have two uh Hisui and Growlis and the basically they're she's having trouble figuring out which one of the Growlis um are going to be like the next noble of the area and like the protector and uh so one, one is like a slightly bigger Growlithe and one's the smaller one but that smaller one is the is the child of the former Arcanine that was the noble that has now passed away. So you kind of have this whole storyline where that that Arcanine that Growlithe is is like stolen by this this group, and then you have to go save it. But then when you go save it, it evolves into Suian Arcanine and becomes the noble with the with the help of its father, who it hears he hears its father's roar from from a top of a volcano, like you know, telling him to you know take take the take the reins from the sun in a like you know lion king mufasa to simba that's moment so badass i did and not the, know any of this yeah that's like the story <laughs> that's like the little storyline that's like in part in that in that uh section of the of the uh thing which is fun uh spo- i guess spoilers for that, but that's like the one that i think is like actually interesting and the rest were kind of whatever but yeah, Suin Arcanine has like a cool design. I have not actually caught one in the game yet. I do have have I have Hisui and Growlithe. I have caught those, but I have not evolved them yet uh, into the Arcanine. But yeah, I yeah, love that, I remember, I love those designs. I remember as a kid, I loved Growlithe. I remember when uh, Gary had an Arcanine. I was like, "Fuck, man, I want an Arcanine." Yeah, come on, <laughs> Gary, so come cool. on. Um, yeah, I, I just I like the black and red too. I think it's just cool. After yeah. hearing that story, I'm definitely gonna give it this big boy a nine, nine point yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I'm I'll, I'll give it a nine as well. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna give it a nine, and I'm gonna read its uh, Pokedex entry because it's fucking badass. Dwells on sacred peaks, perpetually covered in snow, said to appear to virtuous people who have lost their way on mountain paths. It guides them back down the mountain space it's literally the saint bernard of pokemon yeah i yeah. love it i yeah. i grew up with saint bernard dogs so that is making i'm changing myself to a 10 fuck it <laughs> i love yeah yeah, the, yeah. that's awesome it's fun. yeah it's like super red and it's like a humble pokemon too yeah i love it good vibes so that's a nine three total there um quint back to oh, you back to me okay do so what, three each is, is good, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I did not choose any Hisuian Pokemon. But okay. I did choose some of my favorite Gen 1 Pokemon. So here you go. Number two for me. Tangela. Oh, Tangela. Tangela. Freako. I love him. Full Freako. I love Tangela. 
I remember seeing him in Fire Red and I was being like, yo, this guy's a fucking weirdo and I love him. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. just a, he's just literally a bush. Yep. But like a not a bush, like a like a, a cold spaghetti bush. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's just I don't know. He's just got eyes, and he's cute as hell. His little red booties. I do I like know. that he has shoes for whatever. Yeah, he just, yeah, he just has shoes. <laughs> and I, like, I, please don't please don't look up the weird the weird photoshops of people putting real feet on Tangela. Oh no. I'm good. After the Kirby Why stuff. Why would you ever tell me that? Or the, to- the Toad <laughs> no, I'm just, stuff. I'm just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know, the, the Kirby ones exist, so there's probably a Tangela one. I have not seen it, but it probably exists. Definitely. Yeah, I'm telling, and I'm telling people, don't look it up. Pretend like, And I remember when I saw that Tangela evolved into Tangrowth, and I was like, this is nightmare fuel. Um, yeah. Like, genuinely... <laughs> Here's the um here's the Pokemon Sword uh Pokedex entry hidden beneath a tangle of vines that grows nonstop even if the vines are torn off didn't need to know that yeah. uh this Pokemon's true appearance remains a mystery it's true there's a there's a, actually there's a side quest in Legends Arceus where you have to go catch a ta- uh, Tangela and give it to a lady and it takes some of the vines from it to make medicinal herbs. So basically, basically, Tangela is some form of weed in Pokemon. That's what I'm going to tell you. Hell yeah. Yo! We love this. Burn that bush. Yep. Get some of that good that Tangela. Should we give Tangela the score of 420? <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Yeah. All right. All right. We Let's won't even... So I don't, I, don't, I don't know what else what other Pokemon we could give 420. Yes, yeah, true. There's no other weed Pokemon. Yeah. So I can definitely smoke, smoke some splits with Tangela. All right, Why Tangela. Not? Why not? 420. Love it. Break, rip some vines off and get some of that vine yourself. Rip, you know rip, rip some vines yeah. and then rip some. Uh, rip some cotton. Rip some, <laughs> rip some. Rip some of that good stuff. Uh, all right, Mike. <laughs> um, yep, I, I got another Hisuian form for you. Um, this one I like a lot. Um, the the pictures of it I think don't do it as much justice as seeing it in game. I will say. Uh, and that is Hisuian Gudra. Um, Gudra. Yes, Gudra. Hey, what did you call me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You remember Gudra from, I think it was from X and Y. That's when they this Pokemon came in. Uh, yeah. Hisuian Gudra, uh, I will tell you, uh, that is not a giant tail uh, on it. Hopefully you guys have the picture up of it now. I am looking... What That's, is it? It's a, Mike, it's, what it's, is this? It's a it's a Gudra in his suey form is a is a snail. Oh, a shell. It's a shell that it that it wow. when it when it attacks and does moves it get it sucks back up into the shell and like doesn't attack. Uh, I didn't know Gudra was a Pokemon. It's funny because I picked the pre-evolution of this Pokemon as one of my backups. Because yes, I had never fucking seen it before. Uh, oh, Hell my. yeah. Lingo. But, and I'll read the wow. and I'll read the uh the um the legends Arceus uh entry as it able to freely control the hardness of its metallic shell, it loathes solitude and extremely clingy. It will fume and run right if those dearest to it ever leaves its side. Loyal Pokemon. I appreciate Loyal that. Pokemon. Ash has a Gudra. He has, in a, the anime. he has a big metal shell for a tail that he can go into as a 
as as uh, a cute form. The the original form was just kind of whatever, but I like this form a lot more with that little extra going into the weird goo factor of this Pokemon. Um, and I also and also say like it's uh, not in the ranking, but it's there's a Hisuian form of its second evolution, which is also very good because it is just like a small. It's literally just the head of the original gooey thing in a shell. And literally, mm-hmm. when you see it in the world moving around, it literally just sucks into its shell and like starts rolling around like oh, like, a, yeah. like a Sonic, you know, spin ball <laughs> in in the shell, which is very fun. That's cool. Um, but yeah, Gudra, um, it's, it's just a fun form, and I think it's like I think like the 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 first poke the first time seeing X and Y was like weird, and just kind of like I, I like I didn't fully get what they were going for with it just being this weird goo, mm-hmm. sort of dino looking thing but i think them incorporating this as like now it's like this like snail dragon um it's cool and it also it has like the shell is like metal and metallic so it makes sense because it is now is a steel dragon yeah which is a cool type combo as well in uh legends arceus so i like it so i'm gonna give it an 8.5 I want to point out that the image on PokemonDB.net for Gudra, the Sun Gudra, makes him look very depressed and very tired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Are, I mean, he has, Gudra? I mean, he, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, Gudra's, yeah, definitely on even on the Cerebi uh, page, he has like his eyes are like he's like kind of like looking down. He definitely looks t- he looks tired. That's I'm on Bulbapedia, and this Gudra looks hype. <laughs> <laughs> this Gudra looks like he's ready to fight. He's fucking popping off. Uh yeah, I was gonna go seven five. Okay. I like the shell aspect. Yeah, I'll go seven because it's dragon steel, and that's not something we really see. Yeah, that's a yeah. cool combo. Oh, you guys, I gotta do the math part. No, you're good. Uh, so that's a total of not that. All right, I'll I'll do it again. I'll do it in a second. All right, my um. Uh, I did it. This was one. I believe this Pokemon is in the the Arceus decks, um, but not a maybe not a Hisuian variant. Um, number two eighty two, Gardevoir. Ooh. Oh yeah, Gardevoir. Uh, yeah, Gardevoir is in uh, Sword and Shield. Or not Sword and Shield. Legends Arceus. I've I have one mm-hmm. already actually, and a Glade too. Hell yeah! And Gardevoir. It was a Grass Psychic, right? Yeah, uh well I think fairy. I think I think it's psychic fairy now. Psychic yeah. fairy now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Gardevoir is dope. I'm not one of those ho- weird horny people about Gardevoir. Like a <laughs> yeah, lot of the, the humanoid. Definitely some, some horny Pokemon. people out there really for Gardevoir, that's for sure, yeah. Um but I think Gardevoir is really cool um and elegant. I just mm-hmm. I appreciate the elegance factor. Uh, I forgot this is a fairy type, you know, kind of the new updated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, nothing like I'm not talking about getting your hair blown back by a Pokemon here. Um, uh, I believe this was this is what Gen three or Gen two? Uh, Gen Gen three. Yeah. Um, Gen three. Yeah. Uh, it's another Smash Brothers shows up in Smash Brothers a lot too. Um, yeah. It's in Pokemon Unite. I remember they added it to Pokemon Unite. Mm-hmm. She look cool yes, that's right. Um, the here's a brilliant diamond, shining pearl dex entry. It will try to guard its trusted trainer with its life. It has the ability to see the future. 
<laughs> you can't yeah. just drop that as an add-on. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, in, that's intense. That. Pokemon, you can't do that. Um, yeah, it, the the black and white two one is also great. It, to protect its trainer, it will expend all its psychic power to create a small black yeah. hole. Which you just you yeah. can't say this shit, you guys. <laughs> yeah. You can't just put that fucking energy out there. Dude, that's, that's, I think that's almost bad. Yeah, that's definitely bad. Um, but I think Gardevoir is cool. I didn't know about the loyalty factor too. That's that's a bonus points for me. So I'll give it eight, eight point oh. Eight point oh. Um, yeah, I, I I like Gardevoir too, even without the, the weird Frico uh, stuff with it. So I I can give it an eight as well. I will give Lord of War a 9.5 just because I you're one of those horny freakos. <laughs> no, because I remember the first time when I played Emerald and I got a rifle, like, got a rifle, and it was like the fucking coolest fucking thing. And I got all the way to Lord of War. I'm like, you know, this is cool. I have a lot of like nostalgia for this evolution and the, sh- the shiny skirmish that I found in my first playthrough of Emerald. So, yeah, anytime you get a shiny, I've. I want you all to know, outside of Let's Go, which I do not count, I've never caught a shiny Pokemon in my life. <laughs> yeah, not once. That's how rare they are, to be fair. Yeah, they are they are pretty yeah. rare. And I don't I don't do shiny hunting. Again, like Let's Go kind of had that mechanic for it. Um so I caught like a couple yeah. in that game, but I, I, is, I don't really count that. I will say that there is there is a mechanic in um Legends RCS for that as well. And I think yeah, they're heard. they're they're also much more prevalent. There is actually a side quest to just that just gives you a shiny actually too mm-hmm. in it where because it kind of it's like a base like a thing to introduce the shiny pokemon to be like oh this ponyta looks different and it's just like it's just, they just give you a shiny ponyta it's like dope cool all right quinn your last pokemon my last pokemon okay uh uh i'm gonna choose this guy i have two lined up but i'll choose this guy Again, another Gen 1 favorite for me is Paris. Paris. It's a good, this is a good one to bring up because Paris actually in this game are like huge assholes <laughs> in, the, in like the early part. Because you, because you, because again, it's one of those Pokemon that will just like when it sees you, it'll get pissed off and be like, hey, I'm fucking, let's fucking fight. And I'll just run up <laughs> on you. And it does, and it does like it straight up does like spore attacks where it'll just like it'll just shoot like a big poison spore burst at you, and it's just like oh fuck, and like you'll actually get like you'll you'll have like a similar poison effect if it hits you where it'll like give you like kind of like a little damage over time, or it'll do like a um like AOE like thunder like stun spore, which will like knock you down on the ground and and it keep attacking you. And like they can just they'll just do that to you in this game. And they're just like assholes. Uh in the early parts of the game at least. I remember the anime the the first time it showed up in the anime, it was also an asshole in that too. Yes. So it's funny. Yeah. It's probably the crab part of it that is yeah, like the it's, asshole it's a, part. It is definitely like a crab it's style yeah, Pokemon. If, Crustacean. If you if you look at the Pokedex entries, it basically it's a crab, but it got corrupted, so it's it's mean now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's I old. really love that. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, the uh, ruby, the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire one. I like. Paris has parasitic mushrooms growing in its back called uh, Tochukaso. Uh, they grow large by drawing nutrients from this bug Pokemon host. 
they are highly valued as a medicine for extending life. I guess the fucking the Holy Grail exists within yeah, this Pokemon. Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, Paris has always been like one of my favorite. Like, he's just a little fucking guy. He's There's a lot of little fucking guys in Pokemon Queen. You can't just yeah, keep saying that. Yeah. But he's also yeah. a foot tall and like eleven pounds. So and the most of the weight is mushroom weight. Yeah, absolutely. What are you gonna give it, Quinn? It's it's probably an eight for me. Okay. Four. Get this crab out of here. Wow. Dang, got him. You're, you're from like Maryland. Crabs are like I hate crabs. <laughs> I don't mind eating them. They're fine. I'm not like one of those fucking weirdos around from Maryland that eats them all the time or whatever. But I hate yeah. crabs. They're assholes. They're terrible, terrible creatures. I've killed many of them in my day, and I regret none of it. Wow, Alex O'Neill, the murderer. Crab murderer. I worked at a seafood restaurant, all right? That's fair. Got to get my hands dirty. Yeah. Yep. You know, when you, a uh, little little fun fact about cooking crabs, uh, typically you put them in a machine called a shocker. Um, it's basically a tank of water that you run an electric current through to stun and paralyze crabs so that you can load them into pots uh, and cook them. That sounds terrible. Yeah. And not humane. Yeah, I mean, I don't know a humane way to kill an animal and eat it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Mike, what are you going to give it? Uh, I'm going to give it a seven. All right. Because I feel no no positive or negatives towards Paris. All right, I'll take it. Mike, it's, it is your last Pokemon. It's, it's my last Pokemon, and I'm going to sort of cheat for this. And do two because oh. they, they go into the same category. And this also, again, this is spoilers, but also in the same way, I, I have no full context of this spoiler. Because um, <laughs> there are, um, it's two it's two legendary Pokemon, Dialga and Palkia. Dialga and Palkia have new forms in this, uh, in Legends Arceus called Origin Forms. Get the fuck out of here. Um, and so I, I this is uh, I'm gonna in the in an editing post I'm gonna make this look better, but I'm actually gonna minimize uh, the thing because I want I, I don't think either of you if, if neither of you have looked at this yet I want to post <laughs> the pictures at one right now I'm posting the pictures in our Discord chat so because uh, I want to see your your hear your like, raw reaction. This is the most night like we've talked about Mr. Rhyme and that is the most like. Xehanort, hideous, ugly Pokemon. Like, ugly, or, Dialga, Dialga origin form and Palkia origin form. Palkia, look at, man. Look Ooh. at these fucking these pieces of fucking garbage. <laughs> I can't believe these are official Pokemon designs. These are the worst things I've ever seen. I, I don't, I like, there's people who, like, get really antsy about Pokemon designs. Like, I, like, I like a lot of the new, most of, like, the, the Hisu, other Hisuian Pokemon in this game are, like, generally, like, cool to, like, the ones we've talked about, like, Arcanine and, like, mm. Ursaluna and some of the other ones we, we, like, I didn't bring, I bring are, like, totally fine, too. Like, not, like, they're, like, you know, they're, they're kind of, most of them are from, like, cool or neat to, like, just, like, fine, like, no, kind of an indifference towards these however are like what what the hell were they thinking with these fucking things hey, they man. look like utter garbage 
what is? I want to tell you exactly what happened here. People at Game Freak, they were like, you know what? What is Let's this? Acid and think of Pokemon, and this is what we got. Because <laughs> honestly, that, like... I've been around people who are high on acid, and this is the kind of shit that they would talk like, about. I, like, the, so... the, like the like the like again, this is somewhat like story spoilers for Arceus, because I'm guessing these are the things you kind of fight at the end of the game. Um, mm -hmm. And you can kind of clearly see, like, some inspiration was clearly made by um, Arceus, the, the titular name of the Pokemon, because you can see, like, both of them have, like, the weird sort of rings around their horse bodies. Uh, but still, why Why do these need... I don't why do they look like horses? Why do they look like horses? Why do, these, why do they even need to look like horses? Why do these exist when you literally just have Arceus and that can just be Arceus? Like, why... Why make these? These like look so bad. I don't understand. What is going on with Dialga's neck, dude? Yeah, what has, is happening? Well, yeah, like what is the point of this? I guess it's supposed to be like a canon because like Dialga like does a lot of like canon stuff. But it's like why, 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 why did why did they why did they give him like weird fucking? I don't even know what to call those front arms. <laughs> They're just like I don't front arms. Like, yeah. What are what are they even supposed to like? Why are they, why is there like little blue antenna coming out of them? Yes. Yeah, this is, these are this like is troubling. This is like these these are terrible. Like, I want to just fully say that this is the most like Final Fantasy side boss bullshit. Ever. Yeah, this looks like weird Final Fantasy wannabe weapons. You know? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. They definitely give off the vibe of like these are like off brand market market yeah these like brand. don't look like official pokemon <laughs> yeah you go into a supermarket and find the, the and like arceus doesn't have a hitsurian form right like i don't believe it has an origin because it like really hasn't been in a pokemon canonically like the the stuff in diamond and pearl is like the bonus stuff that wasn't yes. actually in the game and this it, it, i I just want to say, this feels like we have Pokemon at home. <laughs> yeah, this is like, what this feels this is, like. This is some Temtem Pokemon stuff yeah, right yeah. here. Yeah, this, like, yeah, these are like, man, like I don't understand why these were made. And <laughs> I'll let you know though, this Palky is growing on me. I don't know something about the weird, the weird shield chicken arms. I can't, I can't go down, I can't go down that that path with you, sure. unfortunately, but. These just I, I I don't understand why these yeah. were created. Like these, I again I have not gotten to the the part of the story that these are in, but I I really don't see the part of the story that makes me go like, oh, this weird fucking neck cannon growth <laughs> on this origin form of Dialga makes sense now. The the weird shield fucking orb shoulders. That aren't even connected to the, the the legs of this fucking Palkia. Yeah. Like they don't. They, neither of these designs like make any sense in any. I keep capacity going back and forth, like, and keep getting fucked up each time. Like, uh, uh, yeah. uh, 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 yes. Uh, uh. <laughs> I don't understand like, it. Like, and I like, I just nothing will ever will. And they are. They they suck, and I hope that the after this game they I've literally never want to see these two things ever again in my fucking life. I, I, I'll take that as like a one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Both, both are ones. Yeah, All right. I'm, 
I am with Mike. If I can go, the lowest I could go is a zero. I'd go zero, but the lowest is one. Yeah, so. I think one should be our lowest here. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a three because there's something about that. Those double shields on Palkia is doing something <laughs> for me. I just want to say it's because you've been playing too much Destiny. I, love I keep thinking that, yeah, the Titans, the Titan um, uh, Knights uh, from the fucking Hive with How the two shields. That's what I keep yeah. thinking. Something so nice, aesthetically pleasing, and well designed, and compared to this fucking Palkia. <laughs> you fucking pieces of shit. I'll never, forget, oh, I I'll, never forget, I'll never forgive you for that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can live with that. It's weird, dumb shield. The yeah. total is one one point seven. Just so Good. you know, I, I threw it off by just a little bit. That's the lowest we've ever gone. I think. I think. I think there. Oh uh, well, I don't know. We gave Mister Mime an X. X. <laughs> I, would, I would consider the best I, I, the X, X. X is higher on my book than whatever. That, this yeah, that's fair. Are. So I will put that there. All right. Well, my last Pokemon is also a Pokemon that I think sucks, <laughs> which is which is Jolteon, number one thirty-five. Damn, Jolteon sucks. Look at this yeah. dumb Pokemon. Nah, I like I like Jolteon. Actually. I like Sylveon and Fl or not Sylveon, uh, Flareon and Vaporeon. Fine. I think mm -hmm. Jolteon sucks. I would agree. It's kind of like Zapdos. It's just the weakest of the birds. It's, it's just the weakest of the Eevees for me. I, uh, you know, I don't like, like, listen, this isn't like Bidoof levels of hatred here. I just think like <laughs> Eevee is cool and al almost all the Eeveelutions are cool. This is the one that I think is just, I don't like it. Let me, don't let me, looks mean. Let me break break that off make, a little. I piece think of that it. makes it interesting than just like every every one of them is just some form that's, of yeah. That's not my some, issue. Some, I just some form of just like I don't know. This is just kind of a cute dog. Like this is I at least just, like an intro like like a different design of a dog compared to every yeah. other EV illusion, which I think sure it's just too which, spiky. Which I can appreciate. I can appreciate them like making this uh, dog that's a little bit different than everyone. Where I can look, I literally have the EVs up right now on my face and like the, the ones after the original three like literally all have the same exact like body yeah, like type ears, ears yeah. and like body type and like similar size where like Jolteon and like Vaporeon and Flareon at least were like clearly like designed around like looking as like different kinds of dogs yes. where this is like they've just like they're the evolutions and now they've just kind of sort of slightly altered them to kind of fit the aesthetic of a type of a type yes uh the, here's here's that let's go um let's go pikachu let's go eevee uh dex entry a sensitive pokemon that easily becomes sad or angry every time its mood changes it charges power Hell <laughs> it gets yeah. stronger <laughs> Uh, I keep looking at this fucking Palkia like, I have two tabs <laughs> with it. I'm like, what the fuck is I'll, going I'll this, on? I'll read this Legends of Arceus uh, uh, dex entry for Jolteon. Bristles, bristles its fur into sharp needle-like points when enraged. One can hear electricity crackle in its breath when it exhales. Bro, mm. that's actually pretty badass. That's badass. Yeah, I'll give it that. That's badass. Badass. This is a 4.5, 4. 4. 5 for me. It's my least favorite evolution. I'll just say middle of the road, like six. Six. Okay. okay like I, I also don't like real light, like static electricity in real life, because when it gets really dry, 
my cat carries that around like a motherfucker. My cat shocks me all the time. <laughs> like I've literally been laying in bed and I've seen like the fucking lightning from his like his fur to my fingers before. I'm like, this is dry ass cat. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got, Mike? I, I, I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. Wow. I'm bringing it up. What would you say your favorite evolution is, Mike? Um, uh, my favorite. Um. Hmm. Mine is Glaceon. For anyone curious, it's a very Alex and Neil Pokemon. Yeah, of course, the Ice Queen of Pokemon. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say, like, honestly, it'd probably be either between Umbreon or Jolteon. Sure. Okay. Umbreon's badass. I like yeah. I like Umbreon. I like I like how I like the eyes of on Umbreon, mm-hmm. and I like the like the when it when it does stuff. Usually, like the 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 yellow glows on it. I thought was always cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of cool, a... a lot of cool art of Jolteon. I've generally seen that I like as well. That's yeah. a that's a ranking. I'll take you through them. Uh, number seven hundred, Sylveon. We give an eight point zero average. Uh, Nine hundred one, Ursaluna, eight point zero average. Um, the Hisuian variant of Arcanine, number fifty nine, a nine point three. Uh, Tangela, number one forty four. We gave four twenty. Blaze it. Um, go and rip one out there, everybody. Uh, number 706, Hisuian variant of Gudra, a 7.7. 7. Uh, number 282, Gardevoir, an 8.5. Uh, number 46, Paris, a 6.3. Uh, and then uh, a combo, numbers 483 and 44, the Hisuian variants of Dialga and Palkia, a total of 1.7 between the two of them. Uh, <laughs> And uh, number one thirty-five, Jelty on a, a strong six point two to close this out. It's definitely, I would say, uh, no. I guess the last time we had our most, our our highest score average. Um, but but yeah, yeah, we liked a lot of these Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I add them to the list. A lot of good new designs, and of course, there's always the EVs. Yeah, well, well some good new designs, and then the yes, yes, <laughs> some some new place. good designs, and then the, an atrocity uh, created by I don't even know. I think our next one should be the all legendary one. Yeah, like we could. Legends. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, rank some le- more legendary Pokemon. We've ranked a, a few because there's a mixed but... there's a mixed bag of legendary Pokemon across the all the Pokemon games for sure. So I'm I'm down. Yeah, but, we've done like Latios and Entei. Yeah, like yeah. We but we'll get to that one day, I guess. Whenever we get another big Pokemon game, which who knows, maybe mm-hmm. maybe later this year. We'll guess we'll see. Yeah, we might. Who knows? Uh, it's yeah. hard. It hasn't been in November without a Pokemon for a hot minute. So. Yeah, very yeah. true. Um, but we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Um, and we'll, I think that'll do it for this trip to Nintendo Land. This is a a beefy one for our first one back. Oh, we did it, boys! For twenty twenty two. That was Thanks. me on the roller coaster. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> now we can we can hit that. We can now now we're at the end of the roller coaster and now we're stuck in those weird cages. And now we have to sit here <laughs> Get for a minute. Me. Please Come on. please let me out. Yeah. Um the guy controlling the ride's been like pitch you down yeah. for two and a half hours. What are you you've, doing? Been, you've been riding again and again for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thanks again, everybody, uh, for sticking with us and watch uh, either watching us on YouTube, video version, or listening on uh, podcast services. We appreciate it uh, as always. Checking out. And our if you stuff. like irrational passions, get ready for Destiny. Yes. Destiny. Yes. At if the end you, of the month, February twenty second. Yeah, if you're just here to check out our 
stuff because you like us and you're a fan of Arrested Passes in general, I will say strap in for some Destiny 2 coverage. Probably <laughs> like a 10 hour stream yeah, on, on, yeah. on the so whatever, whatever the launch day stream is. Literally probably the day after we'll usually do our Wednesday night group streams will probably just be another Destiny stream. Yeah, we'll probably do um, strikes or something. Well, if we're once uh, the they'll probably be that for a while, and then when the the, the day one raid, which is March fifth, yeah, uh, mark your calendar. We're we'll probably, be there. We're probably going to try and get, get hopefully have a, a group of people ready and prepared to do it. As bring as, the as, tradition as, back as we can be, <laughs> I guess, and we will be attempting it and see how that goes I'm yeah. just, i just want to say real quick y'all are braver for the, the troops for the, 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 the day one day. <laughs> i don't yeah. know about all that but we're <laughs> fucking scared that's for yeah. sure i just i just i need to see it um yeah we gotta know what's inside that shit man yeah, we gotta know what's in there um but other than that we'll have some other stuff i you know there's lots of more viewpoints coming in a lot of, a lot of video games still to release in february that are not nintendo related but we'll try and cover some of them Probably not every single thing because it is a lot of stuff, um, mm-hmm. but we'll still we'll still probably check out some of that stuff. Uh, so look out. Yeah, Horizon. I'll have coverage for and stuff like that. So yeah, we'll, yeah. And we we may have something for seafood at some point in the future. Yeah. So look forward to that, and plus maybe some surprises, some things we haven't even gotten ready to talk about yet. But we have stuff. We do. Yep. See y'all next time. Thanks for watching. Bye. Or listening. Bye. 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 Bye.